another week, another talking dirty. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, motherfucking gobble. All right, gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving to all. Gobble. It is the Talking Dirty Turkey Day edition. And this week we have for you over in the NBA, Shaq thinks there's two moons. So more on that. We'll break that down, explain why. Over in the NFL, we go over the Week 11 recap, injuries, headlines, segments, and the Week 12 pickums. And then we take it over to pop culture. We break down the finale to Andor and wrapping it all up with Jams of the Week. Uh, we also have a top five for you this week. Top five pies. Yeah. Gobble. In honor of Thanksgiving, top five pies. So, uh, Ryan, why don't you take it away with the word from our sponsors? Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble. Gobble, gobble. gobble. Yeah, gobble. Uh, gobble, gobble. Gobble, Go- gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, 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 gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. All right, you, you got to stop it. <laughs> just stop it. You can't carry it over into the actual podcast what, like that. What part would you, what, what point would you, like, all right, I'm not doing this anymore if you're just going to say gobble. Honestly, right, like, at this moment. Like, if I, if I just ate longer than I did. Like, yeah, like, you started with the gobbles, and I was like, no, we're done with that. That, that bit's I over. An, I wasn't actually going to keep it going. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, but. That being said, how are you doing, guy? Merry, uh, happy, Merry Thanksgiving. Merry Thanksgiving to you too. Um, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's kind of wild, man. I've just been I've been diving into the Pokemon world because of that new game. But um, yeah, so going to see family tomorrow. Gonna probably argue about politics, eat a lot of food, watch some football, and then go home. Yeah, Hell yeah, the standard. Hell yeah, the standard is the standard. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> How about you? How you doing? Good. I worked late today, Ugh. and I'm working Friday, so it kind of sucks. But it's, it's criminal. Okay. It's okay. I got the work from home deal on Friday, so mm-hmm. I well, I'm working from not the doing office. anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Friday, I'm going into the office, but I'm the only one going to be in the office. Uh yeah. My boss is going to be there, but she is general manager of the entire place. So she, during the days and stuff like that, she's always running down through the kitchen, helping stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So realistically I have the office myself. So nice. I'm not going to do shit. Yeah. That's nice. Same with Monday. I would, because the guy, other guy in the office is taking off Monday too. <laughs> he's using PTO for both days. I'm like, all right, I'm cool with that. Cool. Sick. <laughs> yeah. So I'm basically not doing anything. So I'm not that mad. That's rad. Yeah. Um, but all right, before you answer it real quick, I also have, I, I like to note things. Mm-hmm. I think of random things throughout the week. Um, the kind of tangent about off the top. So I heard this from, I read this on Twitter or something like that. It's a good, it's a good, would you rather, would you rather, uh, be able to go back and relive a top, your top three moments of your life, which you can also bank on that later, do it later in life, relive a couple of things or, being able to go back in time three times and change something. And oh. by, by change something, I mean something embarrassing, something bad, something that, like, if you never played the lottery, 
you can't say I would go back and play the lottery this day, this number is become a billionaire. But like, do you ever like say something that's very embarrassing that you just like close your eyes in the middle of the night and like think of, and it's like, oh, I wish I didn't do that. Yeah. So so that yeah. type of go back and change. Or relive. Or go back and relive a top three moment. Oh, that's tough. It's very tough. I was thinking about it. I saw it, and I was like, at first. With that stipulation, it's tough. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I'd go, go back in time three times. I would. So originally, I was like, go back in time three times. But, like, they also add the little caveat that, like, you can't change anything drastic. Like, if. Like, I, like I said, the, that's a good example. Like, I don't play the Powerball. So I can't go back in time and change the fact that I should play the Powerball and make it this number. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if, like. I said something very cringy or embarrassing in front of someone before. Go back and say, hey, you know what? Just don't say that. <laughs> Just don't do that. Yeah. Just don't do that. Um, but I, I'd probably go relive. Yeah, I might go relive as well. Because you know what I would do? I'd probably use one now and go relive something sweet and mm-hmm. then save the other two for like when I'm dying. Yeah, yeah. That's a good move. Like, imagine the first time you saw tit. First boob. Yeah, yeah, just go back to time and see your first boob. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that's a magical night. Or just like take a whole like sick party night or something. <laughs> like, think about the best party <laughs> of your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I, that's the only thing I was thinking. That'd be too. a good thing too. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going with relive. Yeah, because of stipulation. Mm-hmm. That'd be sweet. All right, that's all I got though. All right. See, see you next week, guys. All right, peace out. Um, but no, 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 no. <laughs> We're actually going to continue here. Uh, getting some sports talk. I'm just going to do NBA in this segment too, since we do have a top five. Yeah, We're not going to separate it. But first, let's do college football playoffs. I need to pull up the rankings. I'm pretty sure they did not change. But I just want to pull it up just to talk about it real quick. Um, well, first of all, let's talk about the last week. So, we're off the top. Tennessee's done. They're cooked. It's over. Yeah, the dream's um, done. They got smacked by South Carolina. Spencer Rattler threw for 249 yards and four touchdowns mm. in the first half. Yeah, their quarterback and got hurt. That's, that's insane. That's yeah. the thing. Hendon Hooker tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of sucks for him, too, because his, this was his, like, red shirt last year. Oh. Uh, so, he has, he's going to go to the draft. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to affect his stock too much. Because he was projected to go second, third round anyways. So, okay. And with ACLs nowadays, I think it's... The fact that it happened now, he'll be almost completely good by like training camp. So I don't think That's it's... That's true. He might even participate in a uh, little bit of in the combine. Yeah, combine's in what, April? So yeah. maybe, yeah. Because it's not like as arduous as like... The other thing is he might not have great numbers. Yeah, so he might not even do all of them, but mm-hmm. if he can even show up and do something, that's gonna and it shows fun. the dedication too. Absolutely. You know the willingness. Absolutely. But if he's like, "Oh, I'm going to sit out," even though he probably could do some of the events, that's probably more he, like character. He, yeah, at he that can point. do the benching. He can do the throwing, mm-hmm. like the pocket passing drills and stuff like that. He might not be able to r- sprint a forty yard dash. Yeah, or do the high jump or something like or that, or do the uh, shuttle run mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. But if he wanted to do. Because a lot of times with quarterbacks, they'll, they'll do, like, pocket drills where you just stand in the pocket and hit these targets that they laid up. So, like, you can do that. Um, next, TCU ended up beating Baylor 29-28 to and pretty much officially stamped their spot in the playoffs since next week they play a very bad Iowa State team. Mm-hmm. So, congrats to TCU. Yeah, I mean, with Tennessee out, it's whatever at this point. Yeah, that, that really helped them, too. I mean, yeah. I mean, 
they needed to win out to make it, and they won out per, essentially because mm-hmm. Iowa State is not good. They're they're they should like be an easy win next week for TCU. Um, next, UCLA and USC had a very exciting game uh, that saw USC winning forty eight to forty five. USC's quarterback Caleb Williams tossed for 470 yards. 470? Mm-hmm. Jeez. Yeah, so Caleb Williams, look out for him out of USC. Uh, and then finally, this week is rivalry week, like most days in the last – because it's the last week of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have Ohio State-Michigan this this Saturday, um, and this is a very important one for the playoffs. Um, I think now that t- Tennessee lost – I think both those teams, our teams are still going to make it into the playoffs, no matter who wins, unless one team gets completely blown out. Um, but fun fact about this game, this is the first time both teams are undefeated since 2006. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's been a while. And they've kind of been like under this stigma where, like, you know, they're a great school. They kind of get that recognition in those rankings. Mm-hmm. A little bit in their favor, a little bit inflated, but it's good to see they're, like, back with the like with the actual record to back it up. I agree. I agree. Um, but all right, let's go into the rankings super quick. Number one, still Georgia. Two, still Ohio State. Three, still Michigan. Four, still TCU. Right outside the top four, we have LSU at nine and two, and number six is USC at ten and one. Um, so I don't think that LSU or USC is going to make it in uh, the top four. I think our top four we have. Mm-hmm. It might change a little bit. Say Michigan beats Ohio State, they'll probably jump them in the rankings. But I think that's going to be the four. Um, the only way it isn't is, like I said, if Ohio State or Michigan blows out the other one. Yeah. If Ohio State beats Michigan like 50 to 10, USC probably might make it in or LSU. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure there. Um, another thing that I was going to pull up for this week, but I'm actually going to actually sit there and wait until it's time to do it i did see projections for all the bowl games oh uh, cool and yeah Pitt is projected to be in the military bowl all right i mean whatever <laughs> have they been winning again or uh, are they still losing <laughs> I mean, we, we beat duke we beat syracuse we beat we've been on a hot win streak okay okay like two or three games that's cool i'm happy yeah, I think Syracuse is ranked when we beat them, too, so that's that's sweet. Yeah, it's a good win. Yeah. But, all right, let's take it over to NBA. Later, get three rebound. Pass oh, wait. them in. I have some oh. for miscellaneous sports. For uh, uh, NCAA. Oh, college football. The Michigan State. There's seven Michigan State football players being charged, mm-hmm. with one facing felony charge for the assault of two Wolverines players in the tunnel after the two teams played on October 29th. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fucked. <laughs> yeah, I did see that today too. Mm-hmm. We we talked about the I think we talked about the the brawl itself. Yeah, happened. yeah. But, but that the uh, yeah. the the uh, charge the charges finally came down and what's going on with that? So the little updates that is mm-hmm. crazy felony charge. Yeah, that's insane for a college kid just getting in a fight. That's stupid. I don't know the severity of like the victim though, like how badly he got hurt. But yeah, at the same time, like a felony does seem excessive. It does for for a college kid once again. Mm-hmm. Um, Emotions are high, you know. Yeah, it's a rivalry game. <laughs> but uh, your honor, it's rivalry week. <laughs> come on, honor, it's the Spartans. I fucking hate them. <laughs> uh, also, college football just thought about that. Yeah, um, they EA Sports did announce they're pushing back college football. 
NCAA video game. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It sucks. Bullshit. Um, it's probably going to be a bunch of microtransactions because it's freaking EA. I, I bet just Madden. Yeah, it's probably they're gonna be, ruin it. They're gonna ruin it's it. It's gonna be bad. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like excited, but like I, I do have like a very large overcasting idea that it's gonna be bad. Yeah, he, he is so good. It was. I love that game. Mm-hmm. Everyone, I bet everyone listening just yawned as they're making their turkey. Um. All right. NBA. Waiter gets rebound, past the man shoots it, and boom goes dynamite. All right. Stock hoops. Stock hoops, dude. Um, I liked what we did last week. I'm going to do power rankings off the top again. All right. I think we're going to get the best basketball discussion that way. Mm-hmm. Um, also, since we're recording on a Wednesday, not Thursday, because Thursday is Thanksgiving, we are going to be watching a basketball game during this instead of Thursday Night Football. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, Mavericks-Celtics. hate the Celtics. Go Mavericks. Yeah, we're pulling for the Mavericks in this one. Let's get a Luka triple-double. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Should I lie about it right now? <laughs> no, don't do that. Dude, I'm like the biggest gambling addict that's not a gambling addict. Yeah, yeah. You, you, like, you don't bet a lot, but... I don't bet a lot, and I don't bet, like, outside of my means. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also do just want to, like... If I think of any type of prediction about any type of sports game, I'm like, my might as well bet it, because what if I get it right? Yeah, true. Um, All right. Let's go off the power rankings. We did mention one of those two teams a second ago. Um, number one is the Celtics. They're 13-4, and four, number one in the East. The Celtics have continued to kill it. They are now 9-1 in the last 10. Um, but for some reason, they just can't beat the Cavs or the Bulls. That's a problem. So they're one in the East. <laughs> yeah, they're 1-4 against those teams. So all four losses they have this season is either the Cavs or the Bulls. That's, like, concerning. Very concerning because, like, the Bulls are in the position, like a, like a couple other teams in the East that started off slow. They're a good team. They just need to get back in the rhythm of things. Yeah, and they need to get healthy players, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. but the Cavs have been playing good. I'll be talking about the Cavs here shortly. Yeah, and, like, those are teams that they can match up with in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So, I don't so know. It could, it's, be, could be problematic. Yeah, I don't know what why, why their kryptonite is in Cleveland and – Chicago, but it's, it is. It's the sea cities. It is. That might be it. Charlotte, what are you doing? Yeah, the Hornets should be kicking their ass right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, another quick thing about the Celtics, they have been improving defensively, which they, they didn't start off the best. They're number two in offense right now. I think last week they're number one. They're still like around the top, um, but defense has been playing way better, and that's huge for them because Robert Williams is still out until January, so like the fact that their offense is like doing better their defense is doing better without their best defensive player is pretty like sweet. Yeah, it's a good sign of the future for them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh all right, number 2, we got the Bucks are 12 and 4 second in the East. Uh the Bucks have been struggling with injuries a lot early in the season, but they are still remaining at the top of the conference thanks to dominant play by Giannis, but more importantly, by a defensive play of Brook Lopez who's making an early uh Ooh. early season like Pitch for why you should be defense player of the year. Ooh, okay. It's um, a name we haven't seen in the mix before. I know. In the last two games, he had a, a total of nine blocks, five and four. Wow. And on this season, he is the league leader for blocks, which is 44. That's got to be like, what's what's second place? Do you know? I don't know. Top of my head, I do not, but I'm going to do this real quick. 44. If he's like 20 above the second person, then that's insane. 44 divided by 16. He's averaging close to uh, – I. Th- 
think well this is saying three blocks but i'm pretty sure i when i was reading that stat earlier he averages like three something blocks like over three that's nice because he probably didn't play all the games Jeez, that's nuts, though. Matt, yeah, like he's like around three to four blocks per game. That's crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and they still don't have Chris Middleton back yet, so they'll be fine. I yeah, think. they'll be. Yeah, I mean, yeah. We, this is what the Bucks do. I mean, they're doing good. So they're a big know. defensive juggernaut. Because mm-hmm. your best player is an alien from outer space. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, number three, we got the Jazz. They're twelve and seven, second in the West. Crazy. Um, the set, the Jazz are such a ragtag group of players. Like every <laughs> week I mention them, I mention someone else is going off. Mm. Uh, this week's the newest member of the Jazz who decided to go off in the last like ten games was Malik Beasley. <laughs> um, so Malik Beasley, uh, in the last tenish games, uh, has averaged nineteen points per game and shooting close to fifty percent from three. And this is another cool stat: the Jazz are six and two when Beasley makes. Uh, four or more threes. What's going on with Utah? That's I don't weird, know, man. It's 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 they're literally <laughs> the the solid but not all star players that teams just wanted to get rid of to take away Gobert and Spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like their team is made up of a bunch of like like Lori Markin's been absolutely killing. I mentioned him a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, Conley's been hurt, but like he's been solid. Um, Colin Sexton's been solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Don't they still have Clarkson? Clarkson's been good. He's been cooling off like, the last couple weeks, but he's mm-hmm. yeah, he started off the season fantastic. They, they lost Ingles, right? Yeah, Joe Ingles is on the Bucks. Okay. Um, Rudy Gay, I think, is hurt right now. We're just coming off of, like a couple like day to day injury for the Jazz, but like they're literally just like a, mm. they're a team of every like every role player that a championship team should want on their team mm-hmm. that's what the jazz whole roster is maybe they have the formula now yeah it's like instead of like it's no longer super teams it's role playing teams yeah instead of getting like <laughs> the three best players and a bunch of shit players how about we just get every like role de- player good players <laughs> like one, how many how many people can you have a roster in the nba uh 15 so just 15 role players that are like can either come off the bench and do well or like start and do okay. Absolutely. On any other team. That's that's essentially what what they did. It's just like a bunch of like hungry dogs trying to get their money and their like recognition. That's true too. Yeah. People, people wrote them off, they sent them to Utah. Mm-hmm. Which everyone kind of forgets Pat Beverly was there and he worked with the Jazz to get bought out so he can go to the Lakers. Yeah. If Pat Bev was there, that's that's even crazy. It's interesting, yeah. Yeah, if he stayed there. Yeah, so the Jazz, I mean, as a part-time Jazz fan, I'm very proud of the boys. Um, I, I texted my close personal friend, D. Wade, who owns the Jazz, and I told him to tell the boys I think they're doing a good job. So, hopefully he does. All right, number four, I mentioned earlier, but the Cavs are 11-6, and six, third in the East. Um, last year, it was Sexland who was doing really good for uh, mm-hmm. the Cavs, Colin Sexton and uh, Darius Garland. But this year it's Spiderland. Um, <laughs> Spiderland. Spider and Garland are making an argument to be the best backcourt in the league. Spider's averaging around thirty points per game, while Garland's averaging around twenty-four. Despite being on a little rough patch, uh, there for a second they found themselves in the middle of a three-game win streak. Currently, damn. I, I mean, good for the Cavs, you he know. Loves, but loves Spider. I'm just, I'm still upset about the Knicks not getting him. And him just like going to the Cavs for no reason whatsoever. Yeah, you should buy a Knicks Mitchell jersey. 
No. <laughs> Not doing that. I might buy you one. It, it's just like, I don't know. Like, when that was all going on, like, the Cavs were not even, like, in the room. Like, nobody said the Cavs were, like, even, like, looking at Donovan Mitchell. And then all of a sudden, boom, he goes there. And it's really working out for them. It is. It's just working out well. absolutely killing it. And it's just like, I just see that, and I'm like, fuck, that could have been the Knicks. Or the Heat. Or or the Heat. Like, I I feel like I keep giving you shit for it. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like... The Heat were just as much in the conversation as the Knicks. Yeah, they, like, dropped out at the end, though. Because there was a moment where, like, the Heat were officially out. And it seemed, and we were always saying, like, it seems like you were going to get Durant. And then we were going to get Spider. Yeah. But then Durant ended up staying. And then, well, then Spider. The Heat, I think the Heat went back in after Durant said he's staying. And then Spider got traded. Did Durant say he's staying before Spider went to the Cavs? Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, you probably. Because it also was, like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like the, the 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 spider trade, like you're saying, the Cavs weren't even in the conversation. It was also like in the middle of the night. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, the Rudy Gobert trade really just kept Kevin Durant in Brooklyn. Yeah, I can see because that. nobody was like, "Well, what do we pay for Kevin Durant if Rudy Gobert costs that?" <laughs> that? That was such an insane deal. It was, yeah. Which they're not doing great right now. So yeah, the Utah Jazz just like fleeced like two teams in the NBA. <laughs> well, it's because uh, Danny Ainge. Yeah. Ainge. Mm-hmm. He he's just so good at like rebuilding teams. Mm-hmm. Like look at this Celtics team we're watching right now. Yeah, yeah, that, they were that in, was a team. They were in hell after the whole Boston three party. Yeah, their best player was Jared Sollinger <laughs> and Evan Turner. Oh, I remember Sollinger. Yeah, and they were like the like the worst team in the mm-hmm. league for like three or four years there. Yeah, and now they look at them. They're like they just came off a of finals run and they're looking great. Mm-hmm. So Danny Ainge is really good at like turning teams away. Team, teams around for sure um and that's what they're doing right now in the jazz but anyway that was the Cavs. number five the suns they're 11 and 6 first in the west the suns have been without chris paul who's dealing with a heel injury but it doesn't seem to be holding them back too much they went three and one without him and they're averaging 18 threes in those three wins okay that's good for them uh yeah i mean they route cam johnson they're without chris paul but they're still holding it down they're first in the west um, I have them on this five in the power rankings just because they've been on on a before this they were kind of doing shitty, but yeah, they definitely are uh, a team to reckon with. We're, we'll get into a little bit about their game the other night with the Lakers later, but uh, yeah, they're they're playing good. Number six, the Nuggets. They're ten to seven, seventh in the West. Um, I'm kind of in a broken record here with the Nuggets, but Jamal Murray and Joker have been unreal offensively, and their team defense has been so trash. Um, they're 24th in the league in total defense. Ugh. It's not great for finals contenders. Yeah. So, like, yeah. They have an easy schedule coming up. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, so they have a couple get-right games to get like their defense back in the swing of things. Mm-hmm. But I think it was last week during the power rankings, I just read off like all their starters like averaging points. And like everyone's playing fantastic offensively, but defense they just are so bad. Yeah, it um, seems like they're going to be a team that's like making a move for somebody at the uh, deadline. I think so too. So their schedule is they play tonight against the Thunder. Yeah. Then they have the Clippers, which is a tougher game. But then they got back to back against plays. the Rockets. And then yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, actually, since we mentioned the Clippers, number seven Clippers, they're eleven and seven, uh, fourth in the West. Uh, Kawhi starting to play again, and the Clippers started <laughs> winning three straight after he came back. Yeah, but just very much like Clippers fashion, uh, Kawhi comes back and Paul George goes out. 
Mm-hmm. So he, they're without Paul George right now with a moderate uh, hamstring injury. Um, Norman Powell and Reggie Jackson have been playing great in the role players with the, for the Clips as they've been hurt, but they just can't seem to have their two stars there at the same time. Um, yeah, I'm looking at their average right now. John Wall been sneaky good off the bench. He hasn't started. He's been playing off the bench because they have Reggie Jackson in the starting role. Mm-hmm. And off the bench, he's averaging 10 points. It's not bad. Nice. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. Um, let's see. Where's Kawhi at? Look at his stats. Oh, okay. sorry. Kawhi Leonard's averaging 10 points. John Wall's averaging 11. Mm-hmm. Mm. John Warner. Yeah, I mean, Paul George has been like the force for this Clippers team, so him going down could be uh, pretty bad for them. Yeah, it's a very minor injury, so it's not going to look last, but like, it yeah, does. Yeah, it's a day-to-day. It's just the, the the Clippers are just kings of the minor injuries. Mm-hmm. The, uh, Which the Heat are also right now. They, everyone the, on the Heat. Yeah, there. they're like the, yeah, the scratch errors. I don't yeah. Know. They're the... The Clippers, whole Clippers roster is that guy from SpongeBob. <laughs> My leg. Yeah, no, the uh, I was born with paper skin and glass bones. <laughs> every morning I break my arms, and every evening I break my legs. <laughs> and the my leg guy. Uh, all right, number eight, we have the Pacers. The Pacers yeah. are ten and six, fourth in the East. Um, they're currently on a five-game winning streak, and uh. Yeah, they've been playing very well. They won eight in the last ten. Um, obviously, Tyrese Halliburton has been playing really well, which I'll get into in a second. But um, one random player from the Pacers who really stepped up recently is Pacers rookie Benedict Matherin, um, who's averaging 19.3 points off the bench. Benedict. Yeah, <laughs> Benedict. Oh, that's an unfortunate name. <laughs> Benny? Benny, yeah. I'd Benny could Benny. work. Yeah, you got to go by Benny. Or Ben. Because then I think Benjamin. You got to go Benny. Yeah, that's true. Benny Matherin. Um, but, yeah, he's averaging 19 points off the bench. Um, so, at this point, the Pacers have a really good – he's a guard. So, they have a really good future backcourt. Um, they have a lot of great role players. If you're the Pacers, you just got to trade Miles Turner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And focus on the younger guys. Use him to get some more picks or some pieces. Yeah, add that. And then just build around Halliburton and then yep. Benny. Benny the kid. Benny in the jet. Yeah, exactly. Because Miles Turner, I mean, he's great, but he's not what you need on a rebuilding team. Mm-hmm. Like he, he'll he'll be better on a team like that's our actual contenders. You know. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right, number nine, we have the Hawks. They're ten and seven, sixth in the West. So we've been saying how good Trey Young and uh, Deontay Murray have been, but now let's start looking at rookie AJ Griffin. So apparently Griffin has been playing a lot more. He's been playing limited minutes all year. He hasn't been playing a lot. But um, the last two games, DeAndre Hunter was out with COVID. Mm. Both games, he dropped 17 points, including an overtime alley-oop game winner. Nice. Trey Young hit him with a game winner. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I hate the Hawks. Not a fan of the Hawks, but it's always nice to see, like, the future of the NBA. Yeah, it's cool seeing rookies doing good. I mean, the last Mm -hmm. two teams we mentioned had rookies going off, and Obviously, Paolo Bancara has been killing it, too, for the Magic. Yeah. I, think he, I think he got hurt, like a little minor injury. He's not going to be hurt long, but like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been killing it so far. So, it's a really good rookie class, I think, so far. Um, then, finally, number 10, we have the Pelicans. They're 10-7, fifth in the West. 
Uh, when the squad is healthy, they play well. On Monday, they were full strength, and they beat the Warriors by 45 points, Yeah, which is the biggest win in their franchise history. In that game, Ingram dropped 34, and that's his first 30-point game of the season. Okay. It's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, but all right, that's all I got for the power rankings. Um, a quick statement about the Heat. We are very injured. Everyone's hurt. Public service announcement. Yeah. Like, we are 12th in the East right now, 7 and 11 or something like that. Uh, but Jimmy hasn't played in the last four or five games. Bam, Bam's been in and out of the lineup. Tyler here just came back tonight. Um, I don't know how they're doing. The one night, so we lost to the Wizards by one in overtime. Our starting lineup had Kyle Lowry, who hit a triple-double, right? Okay. Then we I mean, had, That's good for him. It's great yeah, for gets, him. Gets he had some, a good game. Yeah, get a stat boost. And then we had Nikolai Jovic starting, <laughs> our rookie. Um, how, do you, how do you look? 18, 19 points. Actually, let me pull up that lineup because yeah. I, I just want to tell you – I just want to list off everybody who was hurt that game. And it's like, holy shit. I mean, I think it was the bubble year where, like, they were dealing with a lot of injuries and then they got good because all those role players were like, we've been doing this all year. Now we're all healthy. We're good to go. Absolutely. So I, I don't know. I think it's good. I don't and, think it's a that, bad thing. I also think we've been a deeper one of the deeper teams in the league for a while. So it's sweet. yeah, it's for good sure. to see that we were competing with a team that's has their starters and we didn't. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So Nikolai Jovic was smarting, starting center. Caleb Martin was a forward, which he always is. Kyle Lowry, Max Struess, and uh, Haywood Highsmith, who is a guy who never really gets to play. Um, out for the game. Ready. Gabe Vincent, Udonis Haslam, Tyler Hero, Yurt Seven, Bam Adebayo, Victor Oladipo, Duncan Robinson, Dwayne Dedman, Jimmy Butler. <laughs> it's like they're starting seven. That's literally <laughs> our – Tyler's a starter, Bam's a starter, Jimmy's a starter. Um, Dwayne Dedman's our, like, number one backup. Yeah. Yurt Seven's mm. one of our biggest backups, and Duncan Robinson, too. Yeah, that's tough. Um, Kyle Lowry played 50 minutes that game. Because <laughs> he, there's nobody. Coach, else. I'm tired. I don't care. Get back out there. <laughs> tired of this bullshit. That's too damn bad. Uh, yeah, and then and the Knicks have been. I, they're they're 500 still. I feel like they've been 500 every week, and we check in on them. Yeah, they just like they do enough to get by, but there's gonna be the breaking point soon. Yeah, uh, Bronson's not been doing bad. Mm-hmm. Right now, your your top scores we have Brunson averaging twenty point eight, Randall averaging twenty point eight, and Barrett averaging eighteen. That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right, let's take it over to the rest of NBA. I do like how we do the power rankings first because I feel like we talked a lot about the NBA so far, and mm-hmm. by the end, like I said, by the end, I get tired. Um, first players of the week. I said I was going to mention them earlier. Um, I said I was going to bring him back here in a second, but we have from the East, Tyrese Halliburton from the Pacers. Okay. And from the West, De'Aaron Fox. All right. Um, Halliburton has averaged 21 points, 11 assists, and four rebounds last week. And like as I mentioned, the Pacers were on a five-game win streak, so last week they won three of them. Then from the West, we have De'Aaron Fox. I was going to put him in the top 10 for power rankings this week, and I didn't, but uh, – He's been he averaged twenty five points, eight assists, and shot sixty percent from the field. Um, the Kings were three and zero last week as well. Okay, gotcha. Uh, injuries, real quick. Just John Morant was banged up, but he ended up playing, um, so he's back. And then Tyrese Maxey is out like three to four weeks. 
for the uh, six series. So that's kind of sucks because Oof. you're already missing Harden. Yeah. So you're, you're starting backcourt just all hurt. So it's kind of tough. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, for fantasy, look, if no one has them already, which ever at this point they probably do, but DeAnthony Melton is a good pickup. Uh, headlines. So let me pull up this clip here. Shaq thinks there's two moons. <laughs> two moons. Let me pull this up. I have a new theory. <laughs> There's more than one moon. Oh, no. Let me tell you my theory. The other day I was riding past Auburn, as a matter of fact, and the moon was on the left. And I'm keeping right. going straight and making returns, and about 20 minutes later, the moon was behind me. That's because it was moving, fool. <laughs> <laughs> and then another Check 45 place. seconds, the moon was on my right. It's more than one moon. <laughs> Dude, he said that was driving. I don't know if it, how well that the audio came across, but he basically said on TNT, "I was driving, going straight, and the moon's on my left." About five minutes later, the moon's behind me. Then I like five ten minutes later, the moon's on my right. <laughs> I didn't make any turns. <laughs> uh, oh jeez, <laughs> I can't explain why that why that happened, but it's also like there's only one moon. Yeah, yeah, that's. <laughs> that's He's going to join the Flat Earth Society. Oh, yeah. That's next up. There's, there's more I feel like there's a clip of him, like, bashing the Flat Earth thing. Oh, like, absolutely. whenever, like, Kyrie was all about it. Like, that was a big thing. He, he's been, and he now he's just like, oh, yeah, but there's two moons for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the funniest was just like, uh, I think it's Charles said, it's moving, fool. <laughs> <laughs> the moon's moving. Um, which that is the explanation. I said I can't explain it. It's because. Yeah, rotation. Rotation, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason. Um, all right, next we have – what if someone's listening is like, but there is two minutes. Um, late on Tuesday's Laker game versus Suns, there was an altercation involving, surprise, surprise, Pat Beverly. Um, so Devin Booker apparently hit – not apparently I saw this. Devin Booker hit Austin Reeves, kind of a hard foul. Um, and DeAndre Ayton, who does not involve the foul at all, just so happened to be standing over by Austin Reeves after the foul. Mm-hmm. So Devin Booker, hard foul. Austin Reeves hit the floor. Devin Booker – was like going towards him to stop a layup, so he just kept moving. And Jaw Drayton was just standing like kind of above Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. So Pat Bev came out of nowhere and pulled a Nikolai Jokic and just hit him from behind. Uh, that's criminal. And knocked him over, and that's then assault. it turned into some giant thing. Yeah. Um, then after the game, uh, they asked Booker about it, and he just said Pat needs to stop hitting people in the back, push him in the chest. Oh. So challenging him. Basically everything I said about Joker. 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 Jokic. I'm sorry calling him the Joker. The Joker? The Joker? Because you pronounce his name like Jokic, so like... Yeah, that's true. Joker. The J is like a Y. Yeah. But yeah, so Pat Bev, back in, back in the news. I wouldn't be surprised if he got suspended just because nothing has been said yet. This I, was when? Last night. So, I don't... I haven't heard I don't anything. think a suspension will come. I could see a one-game suspension just because it literally ate and had nothing to do with the play. Is Austin Reeves hurt? No. Then nothing. But neither is Aiden. But Pat Beverly just came back nowhere and just shoved Aiden, and Aiden had literally zero thing to do with the play. <laughs> um, it, it did. If you didn't see the foul, yeah, like you're Pat Beverly, you don't see the foul, and you look over. Aiden was like standing over top of him, like he fouled him. Yeah, it wasn't I, like taunting him or anything he would just stay in there mind his own business mm-hmm. but like bev must have like thought it was not him mm-hmm. 
Um, next, Ben Simmons made his return to Philly for the first time. He dropped 11 points, 11 assists, and 7 boards. He missed two foul shots, though, on point. And you know how Philly has a thing where if a opponent misses two foul shots in a row, the whole place gets a free frost or free this or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I think it was Chick-fil-A Nuggets. The whole crowd got free Chick-fil-A Nuggets because Ben Simmons missed two in a row. Wow. The whole place, it's the loudest place it's ever been. It was like a final <laughs> game. Like, like oh, everyone went man. nuts, especially because Ben Simmons missing it. And yeah. I also saw a clip where it looked like a 11 year old was calling uh, Ben Simmons the F slur. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. I can't really, can't really. See. It's not, it's not. You can't hear it, but it's very much hilarious. My friend uh, sent to me. It's so Philly. It just screams Philly. Yeah, it's classic Philly. Just uh, like straight out of the womb, just like cussing. <laughs> All right, so it's going to change cameras here. You don't see the kid. Wait, wait, wait. Is it the curly-haired kid? Yeah. Eh, maybe, maybe. You don't it's think hard to tell. Oh, it looks like... Looks like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, like... no, I know. I, I, I can see it in the lip reading, but... <laughs> I don't know, man. Bad lip readings, like those videos, has kind of changed my perspective on like reading my ability to read lips. Yeah, but you also have to put in the plates, Philly. True, true. His his dad probably said, "Oh, great, great, that's great uh, insult, son." Mm-hmm. Buy you ice cream on the way. Oh out. yeah, yeah, that was great. Go, go birds. <laughs> go birds. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm about to get you a, a pop at the Wawa on the way home. Mm-hmm. Um, the soda, not pop. They say soda over there, yeah. They do say soda. Uh, Pittsburgh and Chicago are the two big cities of Colt Paul. Mm-hmm. We're not even that big of a city. Um, next, we got... Oh, sorry. I was, about to say, I was about to read over the Ben Simmons thing again. Um, and then lastly, for our headlines, we have one deep three. So it's an and one. Um, at one of his like youth basketball camps, SGA was like talking to some kids. And there's a whole video... Uh, I can. I, I'm not gonna play the whole. Yeah, video. it's all right. It's it's that one kid was just talk, talking about the goats basically, and he was saying that his he, he ranks him Kobe's number one, okay, LeBron's number two, Michael's number three, mm. and his mm. argument for Kobe was, I mean, it was. I think it was the kid. He just the kids were starting like roasting him. And he did the very smart thing. He was like, well, prove me wrong. Like, how, why is Michael better? And the kids were just like, I don't know. <laughs> I, like, You're just I feel like that. proving Michael is the easiest one. Yeah, but Kobe's five for five just because Michael's six for six in finals. Kobe's, mm. Kobe's literally the same thing as Michael. Yeah. Like, yeah. they both they both have, like, a winning mentality. They're both, like, tough guys who, like, talk shit to other people and yeah. have that mentality. Yeah. They are the one, two, three in every debate, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Sometimes, like, I question the Kobe above both of them. The Kobe? The Kobe above both of them, both LeBron and Michael. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, another thing he I just remembered, he also said in that same thing was uh, that they're talking about skill stuff, and like, like the skill-wise. Mm-hmm. And SJ said, well, if you're going to talk about skill – KD is the most skillful player of all ah. <laughs> which I I kind of get that. He's like agreed with that. He's not the goat or anything like that, but like he skill wise, he's SGA, like the most versatile. I mean, he's seven he's seven foot tall and he plays like a guard. Yeah, like yeah. that's very insane. 
Mm-hmm. Um, um, but like, I mean, Kobe, whatever, like the Lakers were at their end of their days, he, uh, like they, they weren't like, I mean, they won the one year, but other than that, like sometimes they weren't too good when he had nobody LeBron, when he had nobody, he was still getting to the mm-hmm. finals at least. So yeah, I get that. I, I'd give it to LeBron over Kobe. And then the Michael, Le- and then LeBron Michael thing is just the one, two. Whatever yeah. you whatever you say, you know, you're not wrong, but it's just to each his own. Yeah, I just pulled up the video real quick. Um, he said SJ called Kobe MJ on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but all right, that's 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 just a little noteworthy thing there. I do agree with you though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean LeBron is just the actual goat. I think so too, but. You know, when somebody says Michael's a goat, I don't disagree with them. Like, you know, to each his own. Yeah, and LeBron's it's, it's a goat. Hard, it's hard to, like, compare the two. LeBron's a goat, but I'm also willing to, like, think he's not going to be there forever, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no. I mean, yeah, not at all. Know, this fucking Victor guy coming up next year. I mean, year the way be. the NBA goes, man, like, everybody's so inspirational to the younger generation of the NBA. Mm-hmm. And, like, just look at the talent in the NBA nowadays. Like, that's just going to keep getting better and better and better. Mm-hmm. And kind of goes off what we were talking about last week with the uh, face of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many faces now because everyone's yeah. so much better. Mm-hmm. So there's every era is going to have a dominant player, but yeah, and every every era is growing up with that era is going to claim. I, I think it'll take at least like ten years before we get another like LeBron MJ caliber player, but it'll come soon mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and we'll know when it well, as it's happening mm-hmm. for sure. Um, all right. The and one this week, instead of the deep three, is all about the Giannis Laddergate. Um, Laddergate. So I, I'm sure if you follow the NBA, you listen to this podcast, you've seen it at this point. Um, before knowing any context, I just throw my story and said, like, Philly scumbag. Mm-hmm. I truck it off because I was like, I'm not trying to get people around up. But <laughs> I kind of – I the question with this and one is which side do you take? Mm-hmm. Um I'm just going to lay out – I have a lot here, so I'm about to read off a lot. I kind of took notes on both sides of the story, and we'll kind of get your opinion after. So, after the Buck Sixers game on Friday, a viral video went around of Giannis pushing a ladder over when a uh, Philly Arena worker was trying to take down the court. Giannis reportedly wanted to get some shot foul shots up after missing 11 in the game, but no one from Philly was having it, according to Giannis. It all started when Montrez Harrell – uh, was attempting to prevent Giannis from shooting around because he also wanted to work out on the court alone. Giannis claims that he offered to work out with Harold, but Harold took the ball away from him and told him to get the fuck off the court. <laughs> After that, Giannis went and got a new ball, and as he lined up to start shooting, an arena worker put a ladder up and to start taking down the uh, hoop. Giannis asked him if he can just wait like five, ten minutes, get him shoot trots up. He ignored him. So then he also claimed that he went to move the ladder, not throw it on the ground, but it got caught and tipped over. Mm. It looked like he just angrily pushed it over. Yeah. Which, which the rest mm. of that can all be true without the end of his claim being like, mm-hmm. he could have angrily pushed it over while everything else being true. Yeah. Well, after the fact, Montrose Harrell went on Twitter and kind of tweeted his side of the incident. Quote, oh, hey, make sure you get the complete story. I asked the man, <laughs> can you get off the court so I can work out? Because, and because they had to change the court, so I wanted to get it over quickly, but he ignored me. So, hey, that's what you get. Respect is respect. Good night. So, where Giannis said he offered to work out with Harold, and Harold's claiming that Giannis ignored him whenever Harold said, get off the court. 
And he then he then there's a video clearly a video of Harold taking the ball away from Giannis and saying like get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And there's also the video of him pushing the ladder over. So do you, what's the question I wrote down? Look at it. Um. So like where are you where do you side this whole thing? Um, I feel- also I just want to note it's not weird for an opposing player to shoot around after the game. Okay. That is, that is good th- context. Want to yeah. throw that out there? It's not like a Giannis tried to be do something that no one ever does. Like mm-hmm. People do that. Yeah, it's a, yeah. kind of a normal thing. So, um, I feel like everything was true from Giannis's perspective up until like the whole oh the ladder just like you know lost control and fell. He was definitely frustrated, and he was just like, okay, well you know Montrez Harrell's team did just beat me, so I can't really like you know go against him. Plus, like that'll be moral from the media. Then this like you know Joe Schmo Phillies uh, arena worker comes up and he's like, yeah, you can't do that, and Giannis just pushes it over because he knows he can best him at least. Yeah, and so yeah, my thing is, I think Harold's being a little bitch. That too, yeah. Like taking a ball, like, no, thank you. Yeah, like it, it, like if it was like, I don't know, um, if it was like somebody better, like Embiid or somebody like on the Sixers that's like more reputable, then I'd be like, okay, you know, you know, just talking shit, you know, like yeah, he he did whoop your ass, so. I'd give more credit there, but it's like Montrez Harrell. Like, what was Montrez Harrell's numbers in that game? Probably trash. Yeah, which that's actually where I think <laughs> Joel Embiid would probably be cool with the honest because they. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's not really big rivalries anymore in the league. Yeah, there are all the people who are like talk shit and try to get in fights with people like Patrick Beverly and Montrez Harrell who aren't like stars. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just trying to like get some media for themselves. Yeah, because Montrez Harrell has been a journeyman. Ever since his stint on the uh, Clippers. Like that one season where he was like good. Yeah, he's really good. And then the Lakers was like, oh, we'll take him. And then he like didn't do anything on the Lakers, got moved to the Wizards. Mm-hmm. And in then the, in the rust trade. Yeah, yeah. Now he's on Philly. And now he's on Philly, mm-hmm. which, you know, good team to be on, but like you're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. He's not a starter or anything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I think, I definitely think. I think it's shitty of Giannis to push over the ladder of a common man. You know, it does look bad in the yeah. case where a guy's wants to get get this done, get home to his family. <laughs> I get that guy's side a little bit. I do too. Yeah, but I think Giannis could have easily put up a couple shots for ten minutes, then left, and everyone got went on their day if Harold wasn't being a bitch. Yeah, true. So I'm not true. team Giannis because I thought he was a dick to a worker. Mm-hmm. And throwing that ladder is just way unnecessary. But I'm more anti Harold here than I am. Yeah, me honest. too. Like, yeah. I think I think Harold definitely is that number one <laughs> number one asshole. Harold's probably frustrated just because he sucks now, and he's like, "Oh, we just kicked Giannis's yeah, ass. Up. Let me go talk shit on Mont- on uh, Giannis at the combo. Mm-hmm. Let me just go like you know be a little piece of shit to him because like you know my team's so good. Yada yada yada. Yeah, and like Giannis- he probably had under ten points, maybe ten boards. And then I'm saying under three assists. All right, so Philly. Harold played four minutes. Oh, so nothing. One point, one <laughs> rebound. <laughs> More minutes than points. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah. And Giannis had 24 points, 20, 14 rebounds. Yeah. Like I said, he's four for 15 from foul line. That's why he wanted to go just yeah. shoot some foul shots. That's yeah. all he wanted to do is just – had a bad shooting. I just want to give me like ten minutes. I'm gonna shoot like 
20 yeah. foul shots in a row. And 20 and make, like, five of them. Yeah. Which I also <laughs> saw someone say uh, to – I saw a tweet saying, like, why couldn't they just let the man shoot, like, foul shots for 10 minutes? And uh, someone else said, like, well, he takes, like, 10 minutes to shoot one foul shot. That's fair. That's so, a like, fair argument. So, yeah. like – How's it gonna be? That's that's a valid that's a valid point. You let him shoot twenty foul shots. I mean, you might be there all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably would take forever. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have any other thing you want to say about NBA? Um, let's go Knicks. We're shooting for five hundred. Nice. We're doing good. I have, I mean, I have Julius Randle on my one fantasy team. Nice, nice. It's pretty sweet. All right. How's your fantasy teams doing? Terrible. Real? Oh, you like basketball? One. Yeah. You yeah, like it's one. terrible. So bad. I, I I got my first win last week only because the guy didn't set his lineup. Oh, that's tough. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm contesting it this week, but I, I do think so. Like you have, a, you have a couple people hurt, right? Yeah, Middleton's been out. He's coming back soon. And then Lonzo I'm waiting on as well. Um, but I think once Middleton comes back, that's going to change my game. Because I've been competing – but like I've also been getting like the like I've been playing against like your players of the week like for the first three weeks. Uh, yeah. Like you're like, oh yeah, this guy's player of the week. He had like eighty five points a game, and it's like, yeah, I played against them. I, I know that. <laughs> I know it firsthand. Sadly. Yeah. So um. Oh look, it's Portnoy. You but I, Portnoy. I, I think I'll bounce back for sure. I'm not too concerned about it. Yeah, definitely. I will. That league, I have two losses, mm-hmm. three and five. Yeah. Um, I had a. I'm going through right now because I have a lot of injured people. Yeah. I'm still winning this week, and I am probably will win this week with everybody hurt. But I lost last week mm-hmm. to my brother, who has a really good team. Yeah, yeah. And I had Jimmy Butler hurt, James Harden hurt, Tyrese Maxey hurt. Gotcha. And someone else out. Um, But my other league, my I'm, – I'm, I'm number one in the league. Again, I'm back on top. Nice. And earlier in my um group message I have for it, I'm a commissioner, so I try to – Keep a nice civilized league here, mm-hmm. um, but there's a big blow up where one player started calling out another player for not saying his lineup, and they, oh. that player took a, took exception because the person calling him out has the same record he has. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't have to call me out like an asshole, especially if you're sitting at one and fours like me. It's like fuck you. And oh, that's a good clap back. I know. I, I'd allow it at that point. I know. Well, it was like going on like for like twenty messages. Other people mm-hmm. chimed in. It's like. Dude, it's bad for the league if you don't set your lineup, all this stuff. And I just chimed in with the commissioner overall. Like, everyone take a chill pill. Yeah. Set your lineups. It's fun. Maybe if you set your lineup, you'll back at you'll be at like daddy up at top. And I started calling myself daddy and referring to myself at the top, and everyone's like, shut the fuck up, dude. So I, I think team setting their lineup, like, it's okay if it's one team. When it gets to more than one, then it's a problem. You know what I mean? Because like everybody gets that bye week. You know, it's like a bye week. It's just that one team that doesn't give a shit. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I just play them in fantasy football. So mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But all right. That's all I got for NBA. All right. If you have nothing else to add, let's take it over to NFL. NFL. Talking dirty. All right. And let's take it over to the NFL. Leading off with the week 11 recap. Um, so starting off with the Sunday games, uh, first up, we had the bears versus the Falcons. Um, in a surprising effort, the Falcons won 27 to 24, all with the help of Cordero Patterson. We both had the bears, so we both missed that point. Then taking it over to the, uh, next game, the Eagles versus the Colts. The Eagles ended up holding on to win 17, 16 over the Jeff Saturday Colts. We both had the Eagles, both got that point. 
Then uh, the Jets versus the Patriots. The Patriots kicked the shit out of the Jets. Essentially ruined them, which I think you'll talk about later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. So uh, Patriots won 10 to 3. Wild game. Wild game. Um, which I, what we won't talk about, what I won't be talking about later is how it ended, though. That, and that game was, the end was wild. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, punt return for the win. Yeah, yeah. Just that's the worst. That's the worst, man. That's sucks for Jets for Jets fans, but like Yeah, but the coin the coin flip's still alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which is wild. Um but we both had the Patriots, so we both got that point. Next up, the Houston we have a spread, the Commanders versus the Texans. I picked the Texans and I lost because the Commanders won twenty three to ten. Heineke is the truth mm-hmm. for Washington. Then uh, we had the Rams versus the Saints. You had the Saints. I had the Rams. So you got that point because the Saints won twenty-seven to twenty. Um, Rams suck. Yeah, the Rams are done, man. <laughs> like that. We we were always saying like they bought all in for that Super Bowl last year, and we we're like, when's it gonna end? And we didn't think it'd be this soon, but it it happened immediately. That's where like, do you? Is would you do it? that? Yeah. Was it worth it? I would. Yeah. Like if, if I met the Steelers won the Super Bowl this year. But we're going to be ass for, like, next four or five years. Well, we don't know if they'll be ass for the next four or five years. But assuming they are, or hypothetically they are, yes, I'd do that. I probably would, too. Mm -hmm. Because Super Bowls are, like, hard to come by. Like, very rarely do you have a team winning, like, back-to-back or, like, you know. Super Bowl hangers for real. Yeah, like, like, I'm fine with that. mm -hmm. And, like, also the Steelers, we have so many Super Bowls. We get that next one, we're above everybody else. Yeah, and yeah, I I'd rather I'd much rather have a Super Bowl than suck for five years mm-hmm. than not have a Super Bowl but be like competitive and never win for the next five years. Yeah, yeah, it's just so much better to be like, oh yeah, what well, we suck, but three mm-hmm. years ago, guess what, we won the Super Bowl. Yeah, and uh, good segue because uh, next up is the Bills versus the Browns. <laughs> yeah, the Bills, the four falls of Buffalo. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the Bills won thirty-one to twenty-three. Uh, pretty much curb stomped the Browns, but um, it's okay because Deshaun Watson's coming back for them next week. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, we both had the Bills, so we both got that point. Next up, the Panthers versus the Ravens. Uh, a little bit closer than most expected, but the Ravens still hung on to win thirteen to three. Um, we both had the Ravens, so we both got that point. And then uh, we had the uh, Lions versus the Giants. The Lions surprisingly stunned the Giants, thirty-one to eighteen. We both had the Giants. We both missed that point. Then taking over the four o'clock games, we had, uh, I think, the first overtime. No, the only overtime. It was the Raiders versus the Broncos, and the Raiders won twenty-two to sixteen. Devontae Adams, man. Devontae Adams, the truth for the Raiders. Uh, and then probably the biggest blow out of the week, uh, the Cowboys versus the Vikings. Cowboys absolutely curb stomped the Vikings 40-3. to um, I had the Cowboys, you had the Vikings, so I got that point. We both had the Raiders earlier, so we both got that point. Um, then next up, Lurs. Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to the Super Bowl in, in, a, in a few years. Next year. Next year, yeah. Uh, Bengals win thirty-seven to thirty. Then Sunday night football, real quick, thirty points. No, yeah, it was, it was it was a valiant effort for the Steelers. Yeah, it really showed how valuable T.J. Watt is to the team. 
yeah, that pick was sick. Mm-hmm. The pick was awesome. Which he yeah. did week one against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Also broke the Carolina curse, too. Well, uh, instead of the Bears. Yeah, instead of the Bears. Yeah. Um, then, of course, when I make my wager. <laughs> then Sunday Night Football, we had the Chiefs versus the Chargers. This was a little bit back and forth, but in the end, the Chiefs had a crazy touchdown to end the game. They won 30-27. to and last but not least, Monday Night Football, the 49ers kicked the shit out of the Cardinals, 38-10. to 10. We both had the Chiefs and the 49ers, so we both got those points. Bringing our grand total to 102-99 in favor of yourself. Triple Digits Club. How's it feel? Uh, I'll act like I've been here before because I have been. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I don't know. It's still... I mean, still this, contested. I was going to say, it's still somewhat early, even though we're in week 12. Yeah, this will be 12 next week. Out so. of 18, it's like we're almost at the end of the regular season, but mm-hmm. it's, at this point, it's still pretty tight for what it normally is. Yeah, yeah. I will be there maybe next, maybe if we have a bunch of differences this week and I pull away. I don't mm-hmm. know. We'll see. But all right, let's get into the uh, injury report. So I just kind of focus on report. the major ones here. Uh, first up, Bears quarterback Justin Fields is dealing with a left shoulder dislocate, left shoulder dislocation. He should be good to go for week 12, but nothing's been confirmed as of this point. Then uh, Commanders activated defensive end Chase Young to the 53-man roster a year after his knee injury. Uh, looks like he probably won't play this week, but probably in the uh, upcoming weeks here. Um, the Commanders could be going for a playoff spot, oddly enough. So I, I, It's very possible. It, it's looking like they could be. I think be, it comes down to like two games. It, it, they're definitely in the bubble. They need, and, to be, they need to beat the Giants both times. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be... And then I think the Falcons. I mean, they have they have some very good uh, head-to-head matchup wins. Like, over the Packers, that'll be a big one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think... The Eagles. Well, that probably won't matter in terms of... Yeah. yeah. But some good, some good victories for them. Um, then next up, Falcons tight end Kyle Pitts is believed to have suffered a torn MCL versus the Bears. He will be placed on IR, so he'll miss at least four weeks. Probably done for the season, I'd imagine, at that mm-hmm. point. Meniscus is a comeback one, but MCL is like a six-week six week recovery. And also, like, it's the end of the season. The Falcons, I mean, they might make the playoffs. If they do, then maybe he plays, but I, I they might be safe. anyways. Exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Just cut your losses. Uh, and then last but not least, Giants rookie Wandale Robinson suffered a torn ACL versus the Lions, so he will be done for the season. Uh, take it over the headlines. So first up, my favorite one from the week. Did you have any of these on your weenies? Did you check that out? For which one? For any of these headlines. Just skim it and let me know. No. Okay. I'll go for the first one then. Well, the first one, no. I do have something In the later, second one. Okay. But, but you can still mention it. It's fine. All right. Let's go for the first thing I got here for headlines. The Broncos wave running back Melvin Gordon. Which, on paper, you know, makes sense. You know, he's a big fumbling issue. The only thing is they have some running back depth issues as well. But there is a rumor circulating that after the Broncos lost in overtime to the Raiders, Melvin Gordon was apparently in the locker room loudly playing several songs by Future. Quarterback Russell Wilson (laughs) reportedly immediately demanded his release the same night. I did not hear that. Yeah, so apparently Russell Wilson heard Future in the locker room was like, which one of you is playing that? Melvin Gordon raised his hand. Russell Wilson said, get him out of here. And they got him out of there. Um, also, That's circle so back funny. to my theory that Russell Wilson is actually a big piece of shit away from the cameras. Which, I mean, if if these players are 
doing this. I mean, it's been like it's been a thing like in reports that like he comes to teams and says you cannot play future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I I also kind of get it. I get it, but at the same time, it's like you can't come into a room and demand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, because it's one of those if your team respects you, they won't do it anyways. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you shouldn't have to demand it. Exactly. If, if you get respect from your teammates, you won't need to ask them, hey, exactly. can you not play the songs by the guy who fucked my wife? Like, it, it would be cool if it was one of those things where, like, someone's playing, he's like, hey, man, come on. Like, you know, like, just getting around kind of thing. Or even, like, after the song, like, hey, man, can you not, maybe not? Yeah, like, come on, wait till I'm out of the room or something. Like, yeah. But that's hilarious to me. This whole story is funny to me. See, I saw him being waved. I saw him tweeting about it or posting about it. He posted mm-hmm. something like a picture of him like in the Ford Bronco, like leaving. Like, uh, oh really? Okay. I didn't see that. I was like story that wave, <laughs> but I didn't hear the future part. Which that would probably be a winning of the week if I found that out. Early. Yeah, it, it's a theory right now. I, I, it's a rumor. I don't know if it's a hundred percent true. It sounds like it's true though. Absolutely. Um, and like I said, circle do back you, to my theory that he's a piece of shit. Do you think Melvin Gordon gets picked up? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because he has been pretty bad. Uh, he, he, he has the rapport. He has the rapport. He has the stats. There is the fumbling concern, but, like, the Bills. Ravens. Ravens. Lurs. We don't need them. We yeah, don't, we need, don't them. need them. Um, I, I like Warren a lot. I do, too, yeah. And, I, I mean, just... and Najee's the last two, three games have actually playing well. So Yeah, he has been. He has been. Uh, next up, just some quarterback changes that have been going throughout the league. I decided to just put them into one category. Yeah, so I have one of these things. I know, so I'll table can, it. You, I'll you, just say what it is and then move yeah, on. Yeah, that's all you need to say yeah. is what it is. So first up, uh, the Texans are expected to start Kyle Allen over Davis Mills against the Dolphins. So I don't know if I agree with this one personally, but I get trying new things. But Kyle Allen, I mean, he doesn't have really a good resume. He played for the Panthers, didn't he? And didn't really do much. And, uh he played like a game for the football team. Uh, okay, for the football team. Because he was on the Panthers with Rivera. Then gotcha. Rivera went and got him as a backup for gotcha. whenever uh, Alex Smith got hurt, mm-hmm. I think. And then he got hurt immediately. But yeah, yeah he had a, a, like three or four good games for the Panthers. Yeah. And that was it. Like, though I agree, try the next guy. Number one, you're the Texans. Number two, it's not like it's a rookie that you haven't seen yet. Like, you know what you're going to get out of Kyle Allen. It's not going to be any better than Davis Mills. Yeah. I mean, they're going to draft a quarterback with mm-hmm. the first overall pick. They're it seems like a tank down. move. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, like, might as well just play Davis Mills because mm-hmm. he's not going to get you a win anyways. Yeah, true. Like, it's like not – if it's a tank move, it doesn't matter because Davis Mills sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's not a tank move and you're just like, oh, let's try to win, Davis Mills would be your best bet of winning if you actually aren't trying to tank. Yeah. Both would be – Davis Mills will help you tank and help you win mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time. It's weird. And then uh, the Jets had a team meeting and decided to bench quarterback Zach Wilson. Mike White will start for the team this week. Uh, and then the last I, one – I'm going to save some of the stuff I want to say about Zach Wilson later, but I do – he has been struggling lately. He ha- like, At this point, he has to go, but we'll get more of that like Overall. Yeah. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah. in a second. Um, and then last thing I have is the Commanders officially announced that they will be starting Taylor Heineke the remainder of the season. So, so long Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. but Lures? Nah, he's done. <laughs> he's done. Carson Wentz is I, I done. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> he's officially done. I wouldn't want him on the Lurs anyway. 
Then uh, moving over to other teams, uh, the Rams waived running back Daryl Henderson after three-plus seasons with the team. I actually saw before we started recording that the Jaguars actually went out and acquired him, so he's now on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Why did he get waived? I don't know. I mean, he didn't really do uh, – the Rams are so weird with their running backs because Cam Akers is good, but they refuse to use him. Daryl Henderson is okay, and they use them sometimes, but then now they're just like, eh, fuck them. And then they have uh, – and then they got who? Malcolm Brown. Malcolm Brown. And it's like, I, I don't get them. I, they, they have good running backs. They just refuse to run the ball, which I understand you have Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup, but, well, not, not at the moment, but still. like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just a weird, very weird decision to me. Weird timing. I don't know. But, hey, Jags with Daryl Henderson, that's not a bad move considering that uh, James Robinson, you got rid of him in the trade to the Jets. Um, yeah, I'm, I, I don't hate that. Yeah, now I have Daryl Henderson and Travis Etienne, though. So now I have. Drop him for Cam Akers. Cam Akers is not on the waivers anymore. Oh, uh, gotcha. I think when Henderson got picked up, someone else picked him up. Gotcha. Okay. But I don't I want him as bum ass anyway. Yeah, I mean, I don't expect good numbers from either of them. He doesn't work in the Ram system, which I was holding mm-hmm. out. I had him on my team until he didn't get traded. Yeah. The deadline that dropped his ass. And then I should have put this with quarterback changes, but Panthers plan to start Sam Darnold against the Broncos this week. So uh, no more Baker Mayfield. Did he suck this week? I can't. I mean, they lost 13-3. to He must not have been that good because they didn't score a touchdown. Yeah, probably. And then uh, next up, the NFL announced its 28 semifinalists for the Hall of Fame this year. I went through the list and just picked out some notable names. This is a great, like, name game, like, segment right here. Um, First up, Jared Allen, defensive end. Yeah, he's a beast. He was a beast. Anquan Bolden, wide receiver. Also a beast. London Fletcher, linebacker. Yeah. Dwight Freeney. This one came to mind, too. He's definitely going to make it. I think so. But there's a lot of names here. Um, James Harrison, obviously. Devin Hester, wide receiver. That's sweet. He has That's, to make it just because of the returning. I don't think he'll make it first ballot. He should. I think the returning will give well, him the Well, the returning edge. alone is he, – so Hester is one of the borderline because of mm-hmm. – he's the best return man of all time. Yeah. And I people like Deion Sanders, who's another name who's been up there for the best return guys, has come out and said, no, Devin Hester is the best return guy of mm-hmm. all time. It's just I don't know if that's enough to put him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, then wide receiver Torrey Holt, other good guy. Yeah. Andre Johnson, wide receiver. Yeah. Then Darrell Revis, cornerback. One of the best Andre Johnson moments when he got in that fight with the guy. Cortland Finnegan. Yeah, yep. that's my yep. favorite Andre Favorite Johnson. thing ever. It's the only reason I know Cortland Finnegan is because of that fight. That's true. Uh, Darrell Revis, cornerback, he's he's easily in. Yeah. I mean, you got to put him in. Then Steve Smith Sr., wide receiver. He's going to make it eventually. Mm-hmm. Then Fred Taylor, running back. The- Heinz Ward, wide receiver. Demarcus Ware, linebacker, Reggie Wayne, wide receiver, Vince Wolfork, defensive tackle, and Patrick Willis, linebacker. There's some great names. All these names are just. I feel like Patrick Willis, Vince Wolfork. Heinz Ward, but he's not going to make it. Yeah, Heinz Ward he's, won't. There's too many receivers as well. He, he won't make it this year. I don't know if he'll make it ever. I, uh, I think Vince Wolfork, Patrick Willis. Because how many make it? Darrell Revis for defense. How many make it? I don't know. Because all these guys, a lot of these guys are going to make it in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's it's just a matter year. of when. It's not yeah. this year, not all of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Reggie Wayne has to make it. Um, yeah, yeah. Did you say his name? No, he didn't. Yeah, I did. Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Reggie Wayne has to make it. Dwight Freeney has to make it. Um, Devin Hester is one of those borderline guys. Darrell Revis is 
automatically in. I think he has. I think Hester has to make it though, just because of the returning. He holds so many records for returning. Yeah, like you gotta put him in there because you can't just like look back and be like, "Oh, where's this guy?" Um, but maybe like you said, maybe not first ballot. Yeah. Uh, then kind of speaking of punt returns, kick returns, the Falcons' Cordarrelle Patterson set a career kick return TD record with 103 yards versus the Bears. This is his ninth kick return for a TD. Trivia. This type this broke a tie with two record holders. Can you name one of the two? Devin Aster. No. Um, you should know the um, name. Um, you should know one of these Kobe names. No. Jones. No. That's a good guess. I like that one. I feel like he always That's a good name. returning it. Yeah. I'm gonna say it, it might piss you off. Um I'll um, give you a hint. Tanya if you need hints. Um I'll give you a hint if you want it. God. Uh AFC North. Browns. Oh, Josh Cribbs. Yep. Okay, yeah. I Josh Cribbs. Then also Leon Washington was the other guy. I have no idea. I should have got Josh Cribbs earlier. Yeah, Josh Cribbs. I should have. He was that. a freak. He was so good. Dude, you would just you would just start him you for would the just kick see his returns. reds <laughs> flying in the air and he just caught it. I, I hated the, I obviously hate the Browns, mm-hmm. but every Madden I did a franchise mode, I always got Josh Cribbs. Yeah, as my return man. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, I always got Josh Cribbs. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, OBJ watch. OBJ plans to visit the Cowboys and Giants after Thanksgiving. That's and dope. I have a hot theory. Cowboys and uh, Giants are playing this week, Thanksgiving. Winner. Winner gets OBJ. Yeah. I can Which, see it. So I I don't like – I always do refer to other podcasts, and I don't want to – I heard somebody else say like, that. No, not that. But part of my take, Big Cat said that he has a friend, and he says, I don't know how – for sure this is but i have a friend who says he has a connection yeah uh with like uh obj's like people and he i think the plan he said the i think the plan right now is sign with the cowboys for the rest of the year then go to the giants for multiple-year deal all season not a bad idea he said he's a friend in the business that's all he said yeah and that's what he's kind of piecing together from what his friend's telling him okay which i could see that i could see it as well because i think the cowboys have a better chance of getting Making a far playoff run this year mm-hmm, than for the sure. Giants for do, sure. and but the Giants is where his heart is. Do you know what sucks too? I kind of like referencing other people, but like I saw like an inter like a uh, an- analysis with like Nick Wright, and he was like, you know, what's gonna piss me off is when Tom Brady's in the playoffs this year because he somehow sneaks in, and his first matchup is against like Geno Smith, and then Daniel Jones, and then boom, he's in the NFC Championship game. Against the Eagles, who could lose, because you know. Brady loves the yeah, Eagles yeah. Time. And then boom, Brady's winning his ace Super Bowl. <laughs> I hate Nick Wright, but that's very true. It's so true. He said that. I was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, you're so right. <laughs> that sucks. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. But all right, let's take it over segments. Leading off, guys, gut wrenching moments. I only had a couple. I was kind of playing Pokemon all weekend, but I did catch a couple of things. These are good ones, though. Yeah, so first up, Justin Fields just threw a ball right at the back of his offensive line's helmet. Mm-hmm. It was a very bad throw. It just, like, dung and woke him up, I guess. Rung his bell a little bit. <laughs> yeah, rung his bell. Uh, and then also, this one's better. Uh, somebody got Johnny Sins on the Jumbotron at the Vikings game. It does very Claiming well. that Johnny Sins was his veteran cousin. And it just showed Johnny Sins in like a military outfit. It was, it was I, I was dying when I saw it. Yeah. Uh, I, it was so funny. 
Uh, but that's all I have for gut-wrenching moments, taking you over to the grandiose gangs. A lot of shakeups this week. A lot of shakeups this week. Um, first up, Chiefs number one. I mean, they're yep. the dominant force. They're beating teams left yep. and right. They're looking good doing it. Number two, I have the Eagles. You know, the, yeah, they had that loss to the Commanders. You know, it was tough, but they did bounce back in a scary one against the Colts, did pull it out and win. So I'll keep them in that number two spot for now. Number three, I have the Dolphins. I mean, they've just been demolishing teams they were on by and you know with some other losses i kind of moved them up because they do deserve that placement to mm-hmm. me i agree with that number four of the cowboys they absolutely curb stomp the vikings so i'm moving them up because they're looking like a super bowl contender at this point i i hate the cowboys but i think they definitely have mm-hmm. one of the better chances out of the nfc do i think they'll do this shit in the playoffs no but it's a regular season right now their defense is just so good yeah mm-hmm. that, that's that's where i i get scary for the Cowboys their offense if their defense sucks a certain game their offense also follows suit Mm -hmm. but when their defense when Michael Parsons I mean he's just a game changer he is a game changer and that secondary is really solid for the Cowboys too Mm -hmm. number five of the Bills so nice bounce back victory against the Browns they had those two losses I'm gonna put them at five just because I'm probably biased a little bit I like the Bills and I think they're going to be contending for a Super Bowl, so I'm going to keep them at five. Mm-hmm. I, get, I agree. I agree. I agree. Number six, I have the Ravens. They've been silently on a three-game win streak. They haven't played the best teams, but, hey, you don't determine your schedule. So I'm going to put them at number six. Uh, I think they're six and three, seven and three right now. Seven and three. Mm-hmm. Then number seven, I have the Titans. You love the Titans. I do love the Titans. Uh, the Titans were on bye last week, I believe. They right? played Thursday night. Oh, they played Thursday night, beat Packers. A guard. Beat the Packers. When the Packers kind of had like flashes in the pan looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, Derrick Henry is a force, and I'm going to keep him at seven for now. Number eight, I have the Vikings. They've been on a hot streak. They got absolutely shit stomped by the Cowboys. At home. At home. You know, and it's just, that was a bad look. It wasn't in prime time. If it was in prime time, I probably would have put them a little bit higher. It was a little bit prime. It was four o'clock. It was a game of the week. Uh, I don't. America's game of the week. That's not prime. Four eight twenties prime time. Kirk Cousins. Eight o'clock. That's the Kirk Cousins done. Um. Then number nine, I have the Forty Niners. Also silently on a three game win streak. I think they're six and four right now. Yeah, they. I mean, their offense is just buzzing after they added Chris McCaffrey. It just adds Mm -hmm. one other element to their offense. Yep, and they just shit stomp the Cardinals. Uh, and then number 10, I have the Bengals, you know, even without Jamar Chase, they've been on a, I think a two game win streak, maybe three. Um, and that's all without Jamar Chase. So we thought that'd be a bigger issue for them. They overcame that adversity and now Jamar Chase is probably coming back this week. So, I mean, the sky's the limit for the Bengals right now. So I have them at the 10th spot. I also believe I heard this, this time last year, they were the same record and they ended up getting the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. it's- can't count the Bengals out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all right, let's take it over to your weenies of the week. Weenies of the week. Weenie? Weenies. Uh, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> Number three, we have a reoccurring guy, Matt Canada. Um, so, obviously. No the, pigeons. Tons of problems. No pi- pigeons. Um, the Steelers' offense looked fantastic in the first half. But then after halftime, it seemed like we hit some kind of wall. Mm-hmm. Well, after the game, linebacker Jermaine Pratt came out and said, quote, we knew what they were going to do. They did the same play over and over. So the <laughs> Bengals, the reason the offense for the Steelers hit the wall 
is because the Bengals very easily picked up on what the Steelers were going to do each play mm-hmm. and just shut us down. So that just shows, like, even where our players get 30 points, where, like, Kenny Pickett might be scrambling for his life, and mm-hmm. all these players, all, all our offensive skill players are playing great. You're still going to remember Matt Canna sucks, and don't let that – don't let it get twisted. <laughs> He's awful. Just because we put 30 points does not mean he's good. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't justify. The other team literally knew what play we were going to run before we played it because it's so predictable. Yeah, I mean, I know what play they're going to run <laughs> half the time. 30, I mean, 10, dumping. Steelers and play back. calling has been a problem for the last, like, what, upwards of a decade? I was going to say 10 years. Yeah, yeah like, it, ever since, like, Todd Haley, it's and, been a problem. Anytime it wasn't, it's because the quarterback, either Ben or Kenny or, mm-hmm. or anyone, would call an audible on the line and – See something different and say, fuck your play call. I'm going to do whatever I want. I miss Bruce Arians. I know, dude. He's so good. I always think about that when I see him. Yeah. We could have won like eight Super Bowls with him. So many. <laughs> um, oh, well. All right. Number two. Yeah. Winning of the week. We have Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the game that where there were more punts than pass completions, there's 10 punts, non pass completions. Zach Wilson did not take accountability after a reporter asked if he let the defense down. Um, since his comments, a lot of defensive players on the Jets weren't happy with him, and also coach head coach Rob Sala was not happy with him, obviously kind of leading to this quarterback change. Um, yeah. He has not been playing good. Nope. He's been throwing a lot of interceptions. He didn't, I don't know how he threw, I don't know if he threw any last week or not, but he had nine pass completions in the entire game. Yep. Three points and nine pass completions. Yeah, so Zach Wilson's stats from the game. He was nine for 22, 77 yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. And then punts, there's 10 punts. Yeah, three like rushes, 26 yards. 49 or something like that, punt yards. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can get punt yards. No, I did see but it. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, punt yards. Uh, 10 punts, 458 yards. <laughs> Two inside the 20. So good for our punter, uh, B-Man. You, I mean, Zach Wilson's, av- everyone was big on him. Yeah. Everyone was on him this offseason because he's banging out there, banging moms and shit. Mm-hmm. But he's not good. He's got to go bang more moms. Yeah. So what were what, what was your thoughts on Zach Wilson you wanted to say for this segment? So for Zach Wilson, he's just kind of like a pissed off teenager. I mean, everything I've seen in the media, I, I do agree with. Like, he's he just doesn't have, like, he's not a man. He's not a man. He doesn't own up to his actions. You know, he doesn't. He's not a good quarterback, like leader for the like. What? Okay. Like he could maybe be a decent quarterback, but he is not a good leader, and the team doesn't respect him, and thus it makes him a bad quarterback. Because um, you can't just be like you can't just like have the numbers, have the stats. You have to back it up with your actions and mannerisms and demeanor. And he just doesn't have that. And I don't think he ever will have that. He, he doesn't control the, the team, the, no. the room. Like mm-hmm. if he says, come on guys, we need to do extra work in the gym. Yeah. Sauce Gunner's laughing his face and calling <laughs> him a rookie, even though he's the rookie. Like, yeah, the jets are a quarterback away. So do you think the jets move on from Zach Wilson? They have take, to, or do you think it's just like a, Hey, take this week and just think about shit, and then we'll give you another chance here soon. I, so I think it will be a take a week, and we'll think about it. But Mike White, a few years, I think last year he came in and he fucking slaughtered. And True. I don't know who they're playing next week, but um, fact check it. Yeah, who are they playing next week? Are you looking it up? I got it right here. Uh, the Jets are playing the Vikings. 
Ooh. Yeah, we're going to lose that for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a bounce back game for what the Vikings. It says a loss, I believe. Well, no, because they, they lost the Pats, lost their post lose to the Bears this week with the coin flip. I think they, the coin says they win. Really? I'll look it up. Look it up because I think it was a loss, and then I saw a slew of victories after this. So I'm thinking, okay, here's what I'm thinking to make this coin theory accurate. We finally give up on Zach Wilson, and we say, all right, Mike White, you're starting. Hey, he has like a short week learning with the team. It's a close loss to the Vikings, but we lose. And we're like, you know what? We're going to go with Mike White, Mike White again. And win then versus Vikings. It was a win. They have him as a win. Fuck. Never mind then. Well, then this is that like the slew of victories after this then? So it's, so it's a loss this week against the Bears. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Then My bad. Vikings, You're in advance. Bills, You're in advance. Sorry. Lions, Jaguars, when you say this Seahawks. week, I think you mean the Patriots, but you meant, okay. So we're playing the Bears this week. And, and it, the coin has you losing. Okay, so yeah, I say we lose to the Bears in a close one, but it's enough to be like, you know what, Mike White, we're going to give you the reins, and then boom, victory, 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 victory. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mike White, just like last year, just like causes a, like a pandemonium for the Jets, <laughs> and we go to the AFC Championship and lose. Which that's what the coin says. That's what the coin says. Um yeah. But it, 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 the only thing that really sucks is we have a decent record, so we're not going to get a decent pick to go for a quarterback. I mean, there's a lot of quarterbacks in the draft. Seven and – no, six and three. Six wins, I'd say, if you lose out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, true. I true. don't think we lose out, though. I don't think we lose out either. I mean, but play the Raiders soon. I think you're going to win And our defense isn't, like, terrible. I think the, I think the coin's going to – Like, the defense, like, even when we're – like, it's really just the quarterback. We're a quarterback away. We're quarterback away from being like a playoff lock team consistently. The defense held the defense held the Patriots to three points, mm-hmm. and the offense could not put up more than three points last week. Yeah, because the last touchdown, the only touchdown in the game was, a, was they held up. to ten points. No, because that, that's oh a yeah, it was a power turn. Yeah, teams. defense special teams. Yeah, I'm talking about defense. True, okay. not special teams. That's why I didn't count that. But the fact that they held them to three points, yeah, and the Jets did not do. Offense did nothing. It's just nothing. bad. I think they had like negative twenty yards in the second half. Yeah, crazy. Um, but all right, enough about Zach Wilson being a bum. All right, and my number one um, is a little PSA for the kids out there listening: Don't drink and drive. Uh, the Titans' offensive coordinator uh, Todd Downing is my number one winning of the week. Mm-hmm. He was pulled over at two thirty a.m. following the Titans' win on Thursday night against Green Bay. The Tennessee State Troopers said Downing was going 100 miles per hour on a 40, and when they pulled him over, his eyes were bloodshot, his words were slurred, they gave him a field sobriety test, he failed it, and the whole time he said he was speeding to get home because he received death threats and he had to get home to his family. And it's definitely not the case. Yeah. First of all, they won. Mm-hmm. So why would they be getting death threats? Packers fans, I could see it. Yeah, but, but at the same time, like that's not a reason. Yeah, and... Where, if that was the case, why didn't he go home directly after the uh, the plane landed? For a very intoxicated person, though, I don't think that's a bad excuse. Definitely not. Like, if I was hammered off my ass and I thought that up, I think I was a genius. Yeah. Both Tennessee State Trooper didn't believe so, and mm-hmm. they took him into custody and got DUI. Ray uh, Brule said they're not getting rid of him. They said it was just a bad mistake by a good guy, but I put him number one because I do not condone drunk driving. All right. J-Board. $20 fine and J-board. All right, let's take it over to the Turkey Day Parlay. Yes. 
Turkey Day parlay. I've been thinking about this all year. Um, my wages a week have not been great. It's all right. It's However, all right. I'm one and zero when I make a video, so I'm definitely gonna make a video tomorrow morning for this. Nice, like it. Um, Turkey Day parlay. <laughs> Real quick before I get into it, there's two stats here I want to point out. Mm-hmm. One, since 2006, the favorites are three, 31 and 16 against the spread. Ooh. And number two, the Cowboys though have only covered once in the last 11 seasons on on Thanksgiving, which was 2018 versus Washington. If you remember, that was a shit kicking. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was like a forty to ten game. So, I have three legs here to this parlay. Obviously, there's three games. This is an early game, the afternoon game, and the late game. For the early game, leg one: Bills versus Lions. Um, I believe the Bills are nine and a half point favorites. I think they cover that easy. Wait, this is the first game? Yeah, but I am not putting them. I'm not taking them on the spread what i'm doing for this first game is i'm taking the under 54 and a half points so 54 and a half is a lot i think yeah i I think the lions defense is the worst that's why it's so high because the Mm -hmm. bills offense is gonna be destroying them all day yeah i just don't think the lions are gonna put up the similar points were to make it worth it so i think the bills could get up 30 points in this game I just don't see the lines putting up over twenty. I can see like a thirty-three to ten. That's where exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, thirty something to ten. I don't see the lines getting past ten points, so the line is making it so the but it's going to be a shootout. even like thirty-three seventeen, and that's still under. Yeah, it's forty-five and a half. It's way too much for. A I thought you said fifty-four and a half. So I said 54. okay. You said, said forty-five the second time. Oh, yeah, it's fifty-four and a half. That's way too much for a lines game. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like once again, I and think the lines are like notoriously bad on Thanksgiving as well. Yeah, there was another <laughs> stat I was gonna pull up because I uh, it was anti lines, but I'm not taking the Bills here, so that's why I didn't do it. But it was like mm-hmm. the last 15 uh, Thanksgiving Day games, the lines only covered twice. <laughs> oh man, and one was when they beat the Bears last week, last year. To like yeah, that was one or two because that fucked up the Turkey Day parlay last year. I think that, we dropped the same stat. And that what's that's what fucked it all and, up. And it was like yeah, it was like one point off. And yeah, that's the only one that lost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, because I remember you texted me. You're like, at least not like I lost the, t- the parlay now. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like the end of the day and you lost it. You know, that's true. But yeah, so this one under. I hate rooting for unders, especially on days I'm watching games. Mm-hmm. I think this is gonna be a shit kicking by the Bills. Um, so I would also maybe play the Bills spread here, but yeah. I I'm just gonna take the easy under on that one. All right, I like um, that. I like that. I agree. With leg it. two, Cowboys versus Giants. Mm-hmm. Um, as I mentioned, the Cowboys have only covered once in eleven seasons. It's fair. I, right now, the Cowboys are ten point favorites. Oh yeah, I think the Cowboys win. Mm-hmm. I, Giants definitely cover that. 10 yeah, hundred percent. I, I and it, it's not like that. That's once again that stat is just Cowboys covering. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean they lose. They only won once. They they win all the time on Thanksgiving. Yeah, and I think they're gonna win here. I just think the Giants divisional game. It's gonna be closer than ten. Yeah, I think the Giants low scoring. Mm-hmm. So I have Giants plus ten as my second line. I agree with that. I like that as well. And then the last one is Vikings versus the Patriots in Minnesota. It's a weird one. The Vikings are favored by two and a half. They just got their ass kicked by the Cowboys, and I'm taking the Vikings. Two and a half for me. So obviously there's games that it's can be in New England. No, it's in Minnesota. Yeah, I agree then. And yeah. two and a half for me, the, that line is essentially my who am I picking to win? Because most games when a team wins, it's by three or more. Even though there mm-hmm. are games where we won one or two, 
when I see two and a half, I just mean, okay, if they win, yeah, that, that kind of covers there. So I think the Vikings are going to win this game. I think they had a really bad game against the Cowboys. They have a get-right game. It's Kirk in prime time. Mm-hmm. It's Kirk Cousins prime time. But, that, is, that is the question mark. <laughs> but the Patriots, I've not been impressed with that all this year. Their offense mm-hmm. is kind of trash. The Vikings defense is pretty solid. And that's true. I mean, like. And, and I'm, I'm, Kirk Cousins can have an awful day. If they mm-hmm. just win by three, yeah, then and is. like at the end of the day, okay, as much as we were saying about Zach Wilson being terrible, the Patriots only put up three points against the Jets. Like, come on, yeah. in Foxborough <laughs> against little brother, like that should have been a shit kicking. Exactly, Patriots. yeah, that should have been a curve. So stomp, I, but. I think I definitely think the Vikings can definitely t- handle two and a half. All right. So All once right. again, the Turkey Day parlay gobble gobble. Um, I will be making a video and putting it out tomorrow too. Leg one, Bills lines under 54 and a half. Leg two, Giants plus 10. Leg three, Vikings minus two and a half. All right. I, uh, I, I'm i I'm confident about this one. I like it. I, like been, it. I think this is the most confident I've been about the Turkey Day parlay. I, I loved all your picks, so I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And I've been thinking about this for like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I think I texted you a couple days ago. I'm just on Friday maybe. I was like, just looking forward to the Turkey Day parlay. I just want to run by you. The over-under on the Bills lines. Got higher since I said that. I said it to you when it's 51. Damn. Now it's 54 and a half. Yeah, that's crazy. It keeps going up, and I don't get why. That's weird. Yeah. I don't think it get, I don't think it's going to be that. All right. Wait, real quick. Clay Thompson just rolled in on a bike. <laughs> the, it, the camera's just a parking garage, and it just Clay Thompson whipping it around a corner on a bicycle. <laughs> bring, so bring. funny. Um, all right. So that's it for the Turkey Day part. Let's take it over to week 12 pick'ems. 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 All right. Um, so, so I'm assuming... Let's go start off with Thanksgiving. Yeah. Bills at Lions. Bills nine and a half. So Bills, I'm Cowboys, Bills. Vikings, I'm assuming. Yes. Right? Okay. Based off my picks, yes. And I do concur. Well, happy birthday, Doris. Well, wait, let's see. Uh, what are these matchups looking like? For what? We have a couple. We have a couple close ones. We couple have, close ones. We have ones that we might differ. On. Okay, I'll, I'll stick with the Vikings. I'm kind of thinking of a cheeky like Patriots pick here, but I'll just go with you. Oh, we're now it's saying Vikings at three. I still take the Vikings to cover that. Oh yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. So Thanksgiving's covered. Bills, Cowboys, Vikings. Yep, we're all in the same. Mm-hmm. All right. So there's no. I'm gonna worry about picks on Thanksgiving. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Give thanks. All right, let's take it over to Sunday, 1 o'clock game. We have the Broncos in Carolina versus the Panthers, Ooh. a game that nobody cares about. Yeah, for real. Um, the Broncos are the road favorite by two. <sighs> Sam Darnold, I might take the Panthers here. I'll go Broncos. You going Panthers? Yeah, give me Panthers. I, I do like the Panthers pick here. I think it, It'd be like the only time you take the Panthers. I'll be the only time I ever take the Panthers because – the Broncos, I keep saying like, oh, I might go for them, I might go for them, mm-hmm. and I and they, they always disappoint me. Where the Panthers, we got a new quarterback we haven't seen all year. This could be one of those. We saw days. him early. I think I week thought, one. I it was preseason. I don't think he played all regular season. He played early and then he got hurt. Really? I thought and then it led to Baker coming in. And then Baker got hurt. PJ came in. No, or Baker TJ started came in. week one against the Browns. Oh, Sam Darnold got hurt in preseason. That's right. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. This is the first game of the season we're officially seeing Sam Darnold. Okay. Because week one was the Browns, Panthers, and Baker played. Yeah, you're right. You're right. (sighs) Um, Yeah. So Sam Darnold's first game, I think he's going to come out slinging it. See, Jets and me, 
No, he won't sling it. I mean, he's up and not good, <laughs> but it's like an interim head coach type situation. Yeah. But Sam Darnold will kill it this week. It's and not then, the same for quarterbacks. And then uh, sometimes it is. Well, Mike White. That's different. That's Mike White. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sam Darnold was Mike White before Mike White. Next, we got the Crackheads in D.C. versus the Commanders. You're going to Must commanders. win for the Commanders. Yeah, I'm going for Commanders. It's a must win if they want a playoff chance. Um. I mean, I like the foul. I love, I love the crack. It's trust me. I'm just trying to. It's the holidays. I don't want to be on the crack around my family. You know. <laughs> but the commanders. This is must win for commanders. That's why I'm doing it. I think. It's also must win for the. Falcons. Um. I'm gonna go for the Falcons here. Actually, I just I'm gonna hit the crack on it. I. I mean, I don't hate this pick on your. Yeah, I just the commanders. It's gonna run out. Like it's got it. And like Chase Young isn't back yet. So I think it's a good like. Hey, we lost. We're still looking good. Chase Young's coming back next week. All right. We're good to go for playoffs still. Like, th- losing this game won't eliminate them. No, they, And I still want to hold true that our Falcons win the NFC South. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I think so. And this so. is a game they should win. I think this is a game we called they'd win. We did. I, I would definitely call that they win this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stick with that initial take and go with the Falcons here. All right, it's a good call. I don't hate that. Next, we have our Houston spread of the week. Uh, it's my turn to pick. It is the Texans versus the Dolphins in Miami. Oh. The Dolphins are thirteen point favorites, <laughs> and I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna put the line at fourteen. Oh, I'll take over that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, it's gonna be a shit pumping. I think it is gonna be a shit. My pumping. only, my only thing is why I you said fourteen. I said fourteen. Okay, that's right. I wrote thirteen. Um, I could see the Texans get a garbage touchdown to keep this cover, but I think they either I think we either push or the Dolphins win by more. So I'm going to stick with the over there. Yeah, that's why I put it at 14. Mm-hmm. That's smart. That's smart. I was going to I was going to play their defense. spread. Yeah, I was yeah. going to play their spread at 13, but I didn't want you to take 14 if they won by two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I so get that. I'd rather. I mean, I'd rather quarter, play for a push new quarterback that is not as good as Davis Mills. Yeah, give me the Dolphins all day on a three touchdown win. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um. Next, we have the Bungles in uh, Tennessee versus the Titans. The Bungles are only two and a half point favorites. Ooh. Rematch of the playoffs last year. Ooh. I'm going to go with the uh, Titans here. Home uh, dog. You love the t- Titans. I do love the Titans. Um, I'm going Bengals. Okay, that's, that's fair. That's writing down there. But continue oh. one while you're taking the Titans. I don't. I don't like this, Ryan. This is going to be the fucking week. <laughs> we have four differences on Sunday already. We're, we're still in the one o'clock games, and we're in the one o'clock games. This is gonna be the week where I'm gonna look back and I'm gonna be like, "Why the fuck did I take the Broncos and the Falcons <laughs> and the Titans? <laughs> the Titans, I'm cool with. Like, I, I support that pick. I well, so I, I think the Bengals are no no brainer because Jamar Chase most likely is back. Yeah, and that just gives a whole other element to that offense. Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, home great. dog. Yeah, I get that. I definitely get that. Mm-hmm. That's just, yeah. I I just think I think it's gonna shoot out. All right, all right. Um, do you have anything you want to say about the Titans? So just track your seat, No, uh, drunk driving. You know, it's it's frowned upon for Very sure. Frowned upon. Yeah. All right, we got the coin game. Um, Chicago <laughs> in New York versus the Jets. The Jets are six point favorites, but the coin says Bears. What are you doing? I'm going Jets because I think the coin's done. The coin's cooked. Fuck. 
<laughs> I thought you were gonna go. I'm going Jets too. Then. <laughs> oh, you think I was gonna go Bears? I thought you were gonna go Bears, so I was gonna go Bears. Oh, if, if I go Bears, you go Bears. Yeah. Okay, post it down for Bears. All right, Bears. As long as we're doing it together. Yeah. I'll, I'm. See, I'm all for like the. I, we can't have another difference, and I'm not doing it with the Bears and Jets. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm all for the Bears need to win. If Justin Fields isn't hurt and playing, it's fine. Mm-hmm. I was going against the Bears solely because I'm going against the coin. The coin yeah. says Bears, mm-hmm. and I think the coin's done. But I'll root. For, it's fun. It's more fun rooting for the coin. Yeah, than yeah. rooting against it. So I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll take Bears. Um, and I'm rooting for the coin because then, hey, Jets AFC Championship. I'll take that. That's true. Absolutely. Um, next, we got the Bucks in Cleveland versus the Brannies. Mm. The Bucks are three and a half point favorites. Mm. I think the Browns get Deshaun Watson back next week. They're going to lose this game, and then Deshaun's going to come in and win his first game, and everyone's going to forget about all the times he raped people because he won a football game. Wait, wait, isn't he's back this week? I think it's next week, isn't it? I think this is the last. He's week suspended eleven games. This is week twelve. Um, bye week. Oh, does that count? Yeah, this is the eleventh week. This is eleventh game. Because <sighs> next week they play the Texans, and that's his first game back. It's against the Texans. Oh, that's right. So it's a yeah, it's a, it was eleven games on eleven weeks. So this is the eleventh game because of bye week. So it's the last week without Deshaun Watson. So I'm going Bucks because I think the Bucks should beat the Browns. What's the spread? Three and a half. Bucks favor the Bucks. Who's a, who? The, it's in Cleveland. Mm, I don't like this. I don't like either of these teams. I think the three and a half point spread is too much because the Bucks suck too. But it's just. It's more of a pick at this point, and I'm thinking... I'm going to go with the Bucks just because Tom Brady after a bye week, and they played early morning Germany on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So, like, they had some more time, too. That's true. So, I'm going to take Tom Brady and the Bucks here as well. I agree. Um, Next, we've got the Ravens in Jacksonville versus the Jaguars. Weirdly, it's only four points uh, spread in favor of the Ravens. And I'm going Ravens. I'm going Ravens, too. I think that's... I, I might take an alternate spread on the back because <laughs> that's just that's just way too low. Um, all right, four o'clock games. First, we have the Chargers in Arizona versus the Cardinals. The Chargers are three and a half point favorites. I'm going Chargers. Uh, playing. Either way, dude, the Cardinals suck. Yeah. They're so bad. Like it's it's terrible. Dude, they're low key my new crack team though. Yeah. Like I. Every week I just look at them I'm like, I just, how can they be this bad? They can't be bad. Kyler Murray and D.J. Hop. Like, and, I, and I think, you know, the Chargers, they lost a tough one last week. They're going to be like, damn, we really should have won that, and they're going to power through and win this week. Call of Duty's still out, so I don't know if it's double XP weekend, but if it is, I would imagine it is because Thanksgiving, you know, they want to get that money. Um, so, Black yeah, Black Friday. So I think it's double XP weekend, so I think definitely Cardinals lose. Yeah, I'm a good Chargers because they're so hurt and they should not be playing close games like they were against the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. But somehow they still did because Justin Herbert's a dog. Yeah, Austin Eckler's a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, see, I'm going them, but I do like the Cardinals in this. Like, I, I don't know why I like the Cardinals, but because I have D Hop in both leagues, and I was yeah. rooting for them. Um, next four o'clock game, we have the Raiders in the, at Seattle versus Seahawks. The Seahawks are three and a half point favorites. I'm going with Seahawks. Kenneth Walker's gonna kill it. Run all over that Raider defense. This is the Josh McDaniels gets fired game. He's not getting fired. It's going to be a curb stomp. 
Mark Davis can't afford to buy him out of his contracts. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Um, I'll go Seahawks. I, I'll go Seahawks. All right. Um, next game, we got the Saints versus 49ers in San Fran. The 49ers are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I'm going for the 49ers here. Saints Same. had a nice win last week, but, hey, that's that's the Rams. This is the 49ers. Same. Big right. step up. Everything you said, same for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, we got the last four o'clock game, the Rams versus the Chiefs in Kansas City. Guess the spread. I'm going to say 13 and a half. 15 and a half. Damn. That's a lot of points. Damn. And you know what? I think the Chiefs cover that. I think so, too. Like that's No okay. Cooper Cup. Most of the time. You got I'd rid say, of your running back. <laughs> most of the time, I'd say, like, yo, that's way too many points. Mm-hmm. You give another team. Yeah. No Cooper Cup. No Matt Stafford. No running back. Most oh, is Matt Stafford out most too? Most likely. He's in yeah. protocol again for concussion. Gotcha. I think it's a bullpen. I, I think it's Stafford's done. I think 21 points. I think Stafford's done in the league. Just he's too, He gets too hurt. Yeah, and he got a ring. Who cares? Yeah, you guys ring. Yeah, you play with the Lions. You did your service. Yeah. Hall of Fame. I'd like to see him go, but I don't think he will. Rams buy out his contract, signs one-day contracts with the Lions. Mm-hmm. Retires. Retires. Lions. Yeah. That'd be nice. Um, all right, Sunday night football. We have the Packers in Philly versus the Eagles. The Eagles are six-and-a-half-point favorites. I'm going Eagles. I'm You're going Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. And finally, Monday night football. <laughs> the Pittsburgh Stellars are in Indianapolis versus Jeff Saturday and his Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. You know where I'm going, so it's up to you. I'm going Stellars. Is Matt Ryan back? Is that a thing? Let's check. I mean, he was last week. Yeah, so he's probably back. Jeff Saturday just came in. Matt Ryan's playing. I'm going Colts. I don't like it, but... I don't like it because the Steelers did well last week, but I just can't bet on Matt Canada. I can't do it. When after the Turkey Day parlay hits, that went a lot of money, I'm putting it all on the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> all of it on the Steelers. And then you win your fucking picks, too. Uh, it's going to be bad. How I'm many just... differences we got? Uh, that makes one, two, three, four, five differences. Oh. Yeah. This is a make or break week. Yeah, this is the week. We've been so close all week, all year. Mm-hmm. This is, and I'm telling you, it could be you, too. One one of us is going to dominate this week. If I can take Broncos or Falcons, I think I'll be okay. If I can get one of those two, I think I think I'm okay. Because I think Titans Bengals can go either way. I'm confident. Colts Steelers that one. can go either way. Confident in that one. That's I, yeah. I'm confident too, but you know that's how it goes. Confident in the Commanders. Confident in the Panthers. Actually, that's the only one I'm not. That and the Texas Texans spread is the only two I'm not confident in. Yeah, yeah. The other ones I'm very confident. I could just see it being like a week where you get all the picks and I get the bonus. Which that's like every week. <laughs> well, not this year, but that's like every week last year. Mm-hmm, you got mm-hmm. every single bonus and I just got every Ugh. other bonus. All right. All right, well, we'll take it over the top five pies. Top five pies. Let's do it. <laughs> Gobble, cobble.
Ladies and gentlemen, this is Talking Dirty Top 5. All right. Like every holiday, we have a top five list here. But also because we've been doing this podcast for like three, four years now, it keeps getting harder and harder. Yeah, the holidays are tough. <laughs> there's, there's a fine amount. There's a, like a finite amount of like top five categories for each holiday. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely scraping the bottom of the barrel here a little bit. This one isn't bad, but this one's not bad. But it this, is like you can tell we're approaching it. But we also thought of it like yesterday. Mm-hmm, true. Very last second, we're just like, yo, yeah, we should do top five mm-hmm. pies because. <laughs> Pies are a big Thanksgiving. When I think of pies, like what? So dessert, right? When you think of desserts for each holiday, mm. I think pies go with Fourth of July and Thanksgiving. That's like it. Do you have like a Fourth of July dinner? No, but people have like. Uh, okay, I don't yeah, want to yeah. tip picks, but people yeah, have yeah. pies at barbecues. Mm-hmm. You're making like I'm crazy. You don't have a Fourth of July no barbecue or anything like that. Not really. No. It's impressive. I guess you're That's what communism does to you. All right. It's <laughs> a big accusation. Um, all right. Let's just get into it. I hate pies. <laughs> I don't like pies. I'm not a pie I guy. I just love how... <laughs> I'm gonna... this, this is your idea. It's pies. Like, hey, let's do top five pies. All right. And then you come here and you're like, actually, yeah, I hate pie. And I was like, why'd you pick it then? <laughs> I mean, I know different types of popular pies. <laughs> yeah, just, no, yeah. I, I just don't like pies. Um. But I do love one type of pie. Okay. And so I won the coin toss. Yeah. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, no surprise there. Um, And I'm going to take my favorite kind of pie, and that's a cream pie. That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> like you just put it in people's face. You just cream pie people's faces. Yeah. 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 In other places. Do you, ever, do you ever taste a cream pie? No, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Never, you never made a cream pie and just gave it a little taste? No. Uh. <laughs> Have you? Yeah, it's put cream in a pan, yeah. <laughs> uh, you you got to spell it C-R-E-M-E. Pie. Oh, like creme? Yeah, creme pie. <laughs> creme pie. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely in for that. <laughs> but yeah, for those who haven't picked up on it yet, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like when you banging chicken dude for the graphic i might just do like one of those fucking like donuts with the filling inside (laughs) no 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 i I was hesitant about taking it just with like the green oozing out of the donut (laughs) my mom's gonna be like what the fuck um grab a towel (laughs) so i'm looking up something i do want on the graphic and it's just a cream pie from It's Always Sunny. It's so funny. We'll see here. You have to send it to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> right here is just a gif. It's like they're into some Asian cream pie factory. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very funny skit. So. All right. All right. I, I respect that. Yeah, thing. I kind of want this on the graphic. Just Frank. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, cream pie, number one. All right. All right. Well, all jokes aside then. I'll go with the clear-cut one here, apple pie. It's American. It's very American. It's an American staple. Um, Actually, on my list, I had apple pie in parentheses from McDonald's. Or, yeah, you could even take that route. You can go with, like, the to-go I mean, versions. I, yeah, I, could, I, could t- I, I consider mm-hmm. it all one umbrella. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, 
No, but apple pie, it's the most American thing there is. Mm-hmm. Baseball, hot dog, and American and apple pie. Mm-hmm. You gotta put the you gotta put the graphic of the American pie from American pie. Yeah, apple yeah. Pie. I mean, apple pie from yeah. American pie with like the whole on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You got you got to put that on your side of the graph. Wow, maybe somebody could take American pie. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Um, number two, I'm gonna take cherry pie. She's my cherry pie. Like like the song, like warrant, like the song. No, I'm gonna take cherry pie though. But oh, fuck. well, I had the song on my list. <laughs> that was like I, that was gonna be like a shtick I did. Rise did a bunch of non-actual pie things. Well, I'm taking cherry because it's like the number two for sure. Well, that sucks because now my jokes. Cherry pie is excellent though. Um, I don't know. It's just like that's the apple and the cherry fillings. Like they're the top two for me. I don't know how else to describe it. Um, Those pies usually have like the sugar crusting tops too. Um, Yeah, apple pie and cherry pie, the one two there for me. Well, my next pick was going to be Cherry Pie the Song. Mm-hmm. I'm still going to make it Cherry Pie the Song. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got to write down your picks, too. Or you can send them to me. I'll send them to you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to Cherry, cherry pie, pie the Song. Cherry Pie the Song warrant. Um, Earlier in a group message, I was throwing wow. it out there because I, I don't like pies. Yeah. So, I just threw out to one, one group message of friends, like, hey, I need some pie suggestions. <laughs> and I threw that out there. Yeah. And uh, our buddy um, said, I can't uh. get that song and not think of DeepCreekStrippers.com. <laughs> so, dude like yeah it's the number one it's it's like that and pour some sugar on me is like the most cliched stripper anthems of like classic rock yeah definitely like obviously you got some more rap songs too nowadays that include that but yeah cherry pie i respect that all right absolutely um then my third pick i'm gonna go pizza pie <laughs> are you gonna like go through this whole list and not take an actual fruit filling pie well Maybe. Yeah. Well, That's the plan. I, yeah. Well, I slipped up and accidentally tipped one of my jokes earlier, too. With the, yeah. With the, yeah. American Pie. Yeah. Sure. All right. So I'm just have that plot twist of what <laughs> what's going to be more mine coming up. All right. Uh, but yeah. So Cherry Pie by Warren and uh, Pizza Pie. Mm-hmm. Pizza right. Pie. A I mean, pizza pizza's pie. is one of the best foods ever. I mean, it is a pie. You know, it's, it's definitely a it's pie. It's a pie. It's a pie for sure. It yeah. counts. Absolutely. Um. All right. Uh, number three. Ooh, it's gonna be tough. Um, I'll go pumpkin. I'll take it. I'll take it at the three mm. spot. Um, pumpkin pie. You know, you can only really have it like one time a year around Thanksgiving, and then once you do that, you're good for the year. You don't need any more. It's all set and good at that point. Um, but pumpkin pie is like, it's the cherry on top for like the pumpkin spice season. Once pumpkin pie, once. You go through all of October and all of November eating your pumpkin spice stuff. And then you eat pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving, and you're like, all right, that was it. Like we're done with pumpkins. Yeah. We're now I, on we're now on to Christmas. This is this is like the last hurrah for pumpkins. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm gonna take pumpkin pie, the number three spot. Number four. Um this it's getting more difficult here. Um can't support that pick uh damn i don't because I, I like some like i like some off-brand pies kind of stuff like but i'm gonna go we'll go blueberry 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 pie 
Um, I think blueberry pie is a very excellent pie if you get it like well made where there's not like many seeds in it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So like if you're going into the blueberry pie and you get the seeds and it's like eh, it's like a lot of work, but when you get it made perfectly, well done, throw like you know go a la mode, throw some ice cream on that bitch. It's excellent. It's See, excellent. I don't like pies, but a la mode makes it better. Oh, always. If you have a always. warm slice of pie with a yeah. mode, like I'll actually eat like an apple pie if that's mm-hmm. the case, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I'll take blueberry at the four spot. Mm-hmm. So as I referenced earlier, mm-hmm. I was gonna, I'm my number four spot. I'm seeing American Pie, but not the movie. The song by Don McLean. Okay. Okay. That's I changed what, it up a little bit. Yeah, I referenced <laughs> the movie, cause, and that's why I said, "Oh, I kind of tip my pick." I didn't mean to do it because of like American Pie. I actually had the song. American yeah, pie. like bye, bye, bye. Uh, That's like one of my favorite yeah. songs ever. Yeah, I think I know your five spot. What is it? The number? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's three point one four one five nine two six five three five nine. Brandon Dargay, pie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I can't believe you went the whole list without taking an actual fruit filling pie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like pie, and I actually do have one pie on here. Yeah, yeah that I if if you did end up taking any of my like joke ones, mm-hmm. I I had a serious one I could throw in there, but I'll say that for honorable mention. Okay, something I actually like. Gotcha. Um, my number five. I'm gonna go with the Oreo cream pie. That was it. Yeah, that was the only one the I actually Oreo, like. like from Eaton Park, Park yeah, mm-hmm. Park. Mm-hmm. That is the Oreo creme. Me and my friends call it the Oreo yeah. creme because it's spelled the C R E M E. Oreo that creme is elite pie. with the chocolate like on the side, like the mm-hmm. uh, what's it called the outer pastry layer. Mm-hmm. Then you got the uh, cookies and cream in the middle. Just fantastic. Like Oreo always thinks outside of the box with that kind of shit. Oreo is the best desserts that are. I mean, I love Oreo cookies, but they have the best desserts that aren't cookies. Dude, like Oreos, like cookies, though, like they're one of the like companies I trust. Like when I see a flavor, I'm like, I'll try it out. Yeah, I mean, they're like, even good. if it's like a flavor it's I don't really good. fuck with. Like I tried, what was it? Like the carrot cake ones, pretty good. Really? Like them, yeah. Like I'll just try it because I trust it. Like that Mountain Dew and like Mountain Dew's another good one. Mountain like Dew's another M&M one. I'll trust always, it. I, all M and M flavors. M and M's another good one too. Yeah. yeah, like I'll just trust it. Like, can't go wrong. But yeah, Oreo cream pie can't go wrong there. Yeah, no, that that is actually the only serious one I had. Mm-hmm. So that's funny. <laughs> that, that one's so good. Um, do you want to get back to your list? Yeah. So number one, I got apple pie. Number two, cherry. Number three, pumpkin. Number four, blueberry. Number five, Oreo creme. All right, and I have cream pie. Cherry Pie by Warren, <laughs> Pizza Pie, American Pie by Don McLean, and 3.14159265359. I stopped at that digit. Yeah. I thought, I thought that'd be really That's good. I'll put like dot, dot, dot in the graphic. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. But yeah, pies. Any honorable mentions? Pie charts. Okay, yeah. Um, Banana cream. Yeah. See, these are the ones that I kind of fucked with that people probably wouldn't like. But I love banana cream and coconut cream pies. I had coconut cream in my honorable mention. Mm-hmm. I had key lime pie. Key lime pie, lemon meringue. I also, mm-hmm. not a lot of people like lemon meringue. I love it. I think I it's lemon, great. I had lemon meringue because my dad told me to put it. Mm-hmm. Pecan pie. Pecan pie. I'm not a big pecan guy, so I didn't take it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any like the pudding pies. I had pudding pie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had Boston cream pie. 
Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, any other pods? So I haven't tried these. I've always been intrigued. Rhubarb. Ooh. Rhubarb what pie. What is rhubarb? Dude, it's like a very like so. A root? I worked produce in Wexford. Yeah. For uh, Whole Foods, uh, for a little bit of a stint out of college and. Rhubarb is just like a stalk of like red. It looks like celery, but it's yeah. red. Yeah, That's and it's weird. it's very weird. And I was like, it does look like celery. And I was like looking. I was like, how the fuck does this become a pie? Um, I never tried it, but it's something that's always intrigued me. Um, you can go you can go with like a strawberry pie, mm-hmm. like with the filling, and then there's no cover to the pastry, and you just put like the whipped cream around the sides, kind of thing. Um. What else? Is there any like Hostess or Little Debbie things that are considered pies? Yeah, they got like the little ones in the bags that aren't good. They're all pastry. It's like a glazed donut with like a, it's like a Pop Tart kind of filling. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, well, that's like how the Apple Pie McDonald's is. Mm hmm. But it's like a little. But Apple Pie McDonald's better though. I mean, I actually like, better. I've had that a few times. I do like those better than yeah. Apple Pies. Mm hmm. Well, if I ever had a pie, I'd, I'd take an apple. Yeah. I don't like the pie crust. That's where, that's where it does it for me. I don't like the crust of a pie. See, so I'll take the filling that fell on my plate and I'll dip it in the pie crust, like pie crust in the filling to get more like, you know, flavor, texture. Mm-hmm. Um, See, it's for that's me. That's my move. But I, I do understand that argument. Yeah. And for me, I'd rather just have a, a cake over a pie. Cake's so much better than pie. Yeah. I, it's the majority. I think pies, I think they're a little bit, uh, they're clearly second fiddle, but I don't think it's a big drop off. Are you, a, consider yourself a pie guy? Um, I'd say I'm a pie guy. Pie in the sky? Pie in the sky. Butterflies flying high. Take a look. Fuck your mom. That's a little bit excessive. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> All right. Well, do you have anything else you want to say about pies? Um, shut up, Brandon Godarge. He's he might actually listen to that and be like, "How did nobody mention my name?" I kind of did. We honorable mentioned it. Well, yeah. I mean, I did, I took Pie the number. For those of you who don't know, his nickname's Pie, so <laughs> it's spelled like the number. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's just a symbol. Yeah. Yeah. Pie talk. All right. Well, All right. Let's go over pop culture. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom. You looking for this? All right. Let's get into pop culture. You, you, you. Leading off with uh, movies. You, you, you. So first up, so Glass Onion's actually in theaters during this Thanksgiving break. Uh, it's going to be there till Tuesday. Um, so I'm probably going to go try to see it. Uh, otherwise, you'll have to wait till December. What did you say? Twenty third. Twenty third is when it releases. Yeah, twenty third till it releases on Netflix. So I might go try to check it out because it looks pretty damn good. Love the cast. Yeah, I'm thinking of my upcoming week if I can do it because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I might be able to. Might be a Saturday morning kind of thing too. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I might, I'm gonna try to get Tuesday if it's a lot. So I have a little review next week probably. Um, then. Next up, uh, Jonathan Majors will be playing Dennis Robin in the bio- biopic of his 48-hour stint in Las Vegas during the NBA playoffs. Love that. Yeah, that's hilarious. So he like put out a little like uh, 
sneak peek, like behind the scenes look at like him being Dennis Rodman in the wedding dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just looks hilarious. Um, so yeah, I, I think Jonathan Majors, he's like the new guy on the block right now, like kind of killing it. He's Kang. He's gonna be the in the new Creed three mm-hmm. as the villain. That devotion movie just came out with him as like a pilot in the World yeah. War Two. Yeah, that's like gonna be like Oscar noms and shit like that. It's like apparently really good. Yeah, this is like uh, Jonathan Majors' year. So good for him. Um, hopefully, I, I mean this seems like a good movie too. So I'm excited for it. Uh, and then apparently the Indiana Jones five movie will be having an opening sequence with a de-aged Harrison Ford. Makes sense. It's probably going to be something relating to his past, you know, that they be like, oh, back in like 1990 something, you know, and it's like young Harrison Ford doing something. 1990. 1990. More like 1920. 1920. Oh, is that what was like all set? Well, I mean, he was Indiana Jones. Yeah. Yeah, he was. That's when it takes place. It takes place. He's fighting Nazis and like. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think the you know the flashback in Last Crusade with River Phoenix. I think that's based in the twenties where he, River Phoenix plays in oh. Indy. I think that's like mid twenties. I gotta watch all the Indiana Joneses again. I haven't They're done so that in good. a while. They're so good. They are good. Yeah. Even Temple of Doom, which is ridiculous, I still mm. love. I mean, Crystal Skull. I hate. Like, it's obviously the worst, but like, I like the concept of the aliens at the end. And I like Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. but like the writing was bad. You yeah, know, it was a bad movie. I get that. Yeah. So my actually, that's the first movie I saw. First oh, really? movie I saw. Yeah, I watched them all before the movie. Yeah, my mom took me to Indiana <clears throat> Jones, The Crystal Skull, and said like, "Oh yeah, Indiana Jones is sweet." I mean, I was like in grade school. Oh, yeah, right, watch cool. it, and I was like, "Cool." And I watched it, mm. and I was like, "I don't." I really liked this. And I thought that movie was fantastic because mm. I didn't know the others. And so then my mom on DVR recorded. All of them when they came on like TV, yeah, Paramount Channel, wherever it was before, yeah. AMC, and I was like, oh my god, that all these are so much better, <laughs> like insanely better, yeah. Um, and then also this weekend, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is going to be premiering after Thanksgiving. Um, I think it's like forty-five minutes, something like that. It's going to be one of those like uh, MCU specials, like Werewolf by Night. So I'm, I'm going to check that out as well. Kevin Bacon's going to be in it. Um, I, I think it's going to be good. I'm not expecting like big reveals or anything, but like I think it's just going to be good. The biggest reveal, I think, is they might have a Gamora update. So that way yeah. in the next Guardians Sets of the Galaxy, up Guardians they 3. don't need to spend too much time yeah. on trying to get her back. I could get that. Yeah, I could see that. Um, but that's all I have for movies. I have something. Okay, what do you got? Um. I watched a video of a guy breaking down all these different reports and kind of a collection of reports here mm-hmm. um, of and you kind of piece together what Black Panther's original script looked like before Chadwick died. Wow. And so I kind of took notes on it. Okay. So okay. I'm going to run through it real quick. Ooh. Okay. So, um, yeah, so this guy, like I said, his video took took interviews and quotes from Ryan Coogler mm-hmm. and kind of piece things together. They, have a, they had a Wakanda Forever podcast. That where he kind of talked a lot about the behind the scenes where he didn't straight up say, all right, here's the plot. But he kind of hinted at this, hinted at that. Mm-hmm. So like I said, this guy kind of collected. And it. I'm sure the story was overall the same, mm-hmm. but they changed it for Chadwick's death. Yeah. So um, things that were going to be the same. Namor is always going to be the whole conflict. Namor is always going to be the vote. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, his son was always going to be in it. 
Wow. And they they are saying like Kugler said, kind of hinted that more the storyline of the Suns gonna be more that the Chala blipped, but Nikita didn't while she was pregnant. So he came back, oh. and his son, who was in the womb when he left, wow. is now five years old, and he missed five years. Wow. And so it's kind of him going through that struggle. That would have been sweet. That would have been cool. Um, another thing was Damn. one of the ways for Wakanda to get involved with Namor was the U.S. government was going to raid Wakanda in the beginning. Oh. There's going to be a whole, like, Val and so like that military. first battle was gonna be like wait raiding Wakanda yeah instead of the and so they, then Namor shows up and Namor kind of does a we got team up type thing to get rid of these people and T'Challa's like no we're not gonna do that mm-hmm. but like Namor's like trying to convince them so that that was gonna still be the same okay and then the last big um thing this thing that this thing put together was uh they thought so before Chadwick died um. They were going to obviously have well. First of all, no, sorry, side note. Killmonger was always going to be in there as a flashback or like a ancestral plane visit, but it's going to be T'Challa talking to him. Okay. About the whole Namor situation. Yeah. Like he was going to go and like try to talk to his dad for guidance, and it was going to be Killmonger. So the same thing with Shuri, but it's going to be T'Challa and Killmonger wow. talking about what should I do about this Namor thing. Yeah. And then uh, lastly, uh, where Queen Ramonda Ramonda died. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, a lot of people were speculating that it was going to be in Baku, and that was going to affect the Chala differently. So, yeah, like, and because like the Baku was just, like one of his only allies when Killmonger took over, everyone kind of sided with Killmonger. Mm. And Baku enemy kind of didn't, and a lot of the evidence for that is because Kugler never said in Baku was going to die. He said it was going to be someone who else who died, not Queen Ramunda who died mm. at that point in the movie. And so the people started thinking like, who could it be if it wasn't going to be her? And uh, a lot of people point out in the final battle, and Baku didn't really do much. Everyone had plot points to deal True. with in the final battle, and, and Baku was just being sweet and fighting. Yeah. So there wasn't yeah. like any really thing. He kind of sp- got like one of those like knocked out early and uh, didn't you know do much during the fight. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people think in Baku dying would affect T'Challa. Mm-hmm. So like that's where people kind of throw that together. Damn. So that, there's a lot of cool things that would have. So, Belovit would say the same too. So, it would have been the same origin mm-hmm. for Namor, Namor being the conflict, probably be resolved the same way. Yeah, for um, sure. But just instead of the sun was always going to be in it, the way the sun was dealt with the original script sounds pretty sweet. That sounds awesome. And that's like a cool concept too, because like nobody else in the MCU is really dealing with that. Like Ant Man, kind of, but it's more seeing the growth of the child than like yeah. actually being born, you know, like the early development years. Yeah, imagine um, you blip and you come back like a second later and you hey, you're dead. <laughs> yeah, damn, that would uh, that, that. I mean, it sucks. It sucks because Chadwick died, and it's, not, and it's something you can really control about. But that maybe yeah sounds a lot. I mean, it seems better. like you know, Ryan. I mean, I still think like sitting on it. I still think it was better than Black Panther one. And I think, I, yeah, I, I still like this movie. I, I think what Ryan Coogler did was very well done, considering the untimely death of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, and he handled it like magnificently. Like I nearly shed a tear in that movie. I, I, I missed it too, multiple like, times. Yeah, like it was tough, man. And like, like we said before, like last week, like it, it would have been nice if we had maybe like a moment where Sherry was like kidding around, and then you see more of the character development. Yeah, but. The, you yeah, because that's where like the that's, general plot points were there that made sense, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's that's where I uh, 
I, I like this movie, but Shuri just is better as I think comic relief. The comic relief genius. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like in like not if not just comic relief because she's great with that, but like she's a not a warrior. She's a and also sh- shame on them. Like in the whole like preview of the movie, like you know going around town and talking about the movie and comic cons and shit, and being like you're not going to expect who Black Panther is, and it was literally who we all expected. Everyone thought it was going to be. <laughs> Like it was like the majority said it would be Shuri. Maybe some people said like Lapitu or Lapita or whatever. Yeah, Lapita Nuwanga. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it's just like we we all knew this was coming. Don't don't lie. But yeah, I I love that theory. Yeah. All right. That's great. Let's take it over to TV where we have our shows that we've been watching. Uh, I know you haven't seen the new Rick and Morty, so I'll just take that care of that first. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty's back. The first episode was an absolute bop. It was very meta, very fourth wall breaking throughout the entire show. Um, I think you'd love it. I definitely say check it out. See, it's just tough because I don't have. Like, I, it's not on streaming yet. Yeah, season. it won't be until probably this season's done. Yeah, which that's, what's, that's the only thing that's making me not like mm-hmm. watch all of this. Yeah. Um. All right, let's take it over to Andor, the big one. The finale aired this past, or actually today. Um, so we both got a chance to watch it before recording. Um, initial thoughts? I really liked Andor. Yeah, surprisingly. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it was one of those things we said coming into it. It could be amazing, but it could be terrible. And, and it, it was amazing. There definitely was episodes I did not like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it started very slow. Yeah. Like, you got to be patient. But when you get if you get to episode six, sky's the limit. Yeah, and I this last episode, just the way they weaved in every plot point, pretty much mm-hmm. into okay, everyone's here on FedEx. Yeah, and like that whole um, the whole scene where they're doing the funeral procession with the music playing, and then it just keeps cutting to the different characters in the city what they're doing. I thought that was shot like perfectly. Oh, dude, it was beautiful. It was like empowering too with Marva, like the hologram of Marva talking to the people. That was sick. Dude, I felt ride. empowered. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let's go fuck up the empire. Yeah, dude. All and like he tries to throw the coat over it and he fucks up and like half of her face is showing like fight the empire and then like the one dude with the stone tablets like slams a stormtrooper over the face. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. It was high stakes and like ugh. Andor was fantastic. It was a great show. Mm-hmm. Disney Star Wars back? I don't know. We'll see. No, um, I, I I do hate how they ended on a cliffhanger. Like that was a big cliffhanger. It was like it was a bad blue ball. It was like just just finish that. Just finish that sequence that they left on with. They literally cut off mid conversation. Spoiler warning. I mean, I guess we already went on the spoilers, but. Um, yeah, he's like kill me, and it's like you know he's not actually gonna kill him, or he's gonna escape or something. But well, he it's said, like kill me or take me in. What do you mean take him in? Like take him to the empire? Yeah. Oh no, no, not the empire to the uh, rebellion. Oh, okay. So he's gonna I take thought, him to the I, that's how I heard it. Like not take me in as like turn me in. Mm-hmm. Like let me come with you. Take me in. Mm-hmm. Okay, gotcha. let me be a part of this little thing you're doing. Yeah, because you listen to the memoir from uh, what's his face. The dude, the the guy that died. That was uh, the uh, mm-hmm. manuscript. Yeah, the manuscript. He read that and inspired him. Like we were thinking. And Marva doing all the rebellion shit. Mm-hmm. Like he's ready to go. Yeah, I'm excited for season two though. Very good leave off point. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that weird dude and the uh, blonde bitch just kissed at that point. 
when he saved her. <laughs> it's like they're just gonna make out right now. Like that's what's I, I was expecting it too. Yeah, I'm kind of glad, glad they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I am too. But like, I also was like, why are they not do? Like, why are they like building this up like this? Like, uh, I like- for a second thought because he's a weirdo. I thought he was. I thought he was <laughs> going to. Weirdo. I thought he was going to, and she was gonna like push him away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She would wear the pants in that relationship for oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I I loved her performance though as the villain. Yeah, she, um, I I thought at first she's gonna be like a character I hated, but mm-hmm. kind of liked her a lot. No, I I, I kind of thought from the beginning I was like she's like a badass, uh, very smart, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. going through figuring shit out. Um, I don't know what to think about Skarsgård's character. I he's great. I, I he's a very thing. good character. Like he's a very good performed character, but mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about him. Like is he good? Is he bad? He's probably bad. So I he's more have- bad than good. It's like Saw Gerrera. He's a good. He his good intentions does in a bad way. Mm-hmm. He's an he, anti-hero. Yeah, he like it's like it's just showing you like how there's two ways to go about the rebellion. There's the Saw Gerrera and this guy way, or there's the way that they do in the Mon original Mothma. trilogy. Yeah, Mon, Mon Mothma. Mothma in that way. Yeah, hated Mon Mothma stuff though. I did too. Didn't. So they're getting married. The kid and the other yeah. guy. I wanted a Thrawn appearance. I wanted a Palpatine appearance. Oh, yeah. Well, that's another thing. But... I never mentioned on the pod, but I was mm-hmm. going to mention it the one time. I was really hoping the finale was going to show Thrawn. I really wanted them to do that, but it's okay. It's a good show. Like, like imagine if there's 15 more minutes on the mm-hmm. on this episode, right? And at, uh, they shows like the after... <laughs> you can still cut it off where Andor says that to Luthen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, and then, then I think a post back, scene. Just had it... Cut it back to Phoenix mm-hmm. and show like an aftermath of the riot mm-hmm. and have Thrawn walk him through. Yeah. And, like, we'll clean this up. Exactly. Something like, like that not, in the post credit scene. Do. Yeah, because the post credit scene we get, which, I mean, if you want to watch it, it's not it's, bad. It's cool CGI. I was tell you what but, it was without it, but. Yeah, but it's just like the be- the building of the Death Star. It's like essentially complete. Mm-hmm. Um, which the next season of Andor, which I thought was me one season, I heard it's actually going to be two. And it, it this one is ending where Rogue One begins mm-hmm. the second season. Um, but I think like maybe having like even where maybe Thrawn's like on his own place and he gets a report and it's like yeah you're being called in to help with to assist with the matter and it's like well what's the matter it's like Fennec it was destroyed it's like what idiots or something like that he said something like cocky and then it's like you just show, you just see th- live action Thrawn. Cause like you got to set up for the Ahsoka show. She like he's got to be yeah, in that. That's the whole thing I was trying. To, I, I, I was saying before like mm-hmm. if we if for people who don't know the animated shows who just watch the live action ones, you need to show them and give a little teaser. Thrawn is before it happens because yeah, Thrawn is one of the coolest villains and like just anything, let alone Star Wars. He, I mean, it's like Vader and him for me. Which I am rewatching Rebels and yeah. I just got the Thrawn mm-hmm. and I'm just like, dude, he's so sick. Honestly, it's like Vader than him. Yeah. Like Palpatine's great, but like Palpatine's also like, you know, he kind of sucks in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Like he's very underused. Yeah. The prequels, he's great, you know, because he's like just like kind of overseeing everything being taken, pl- taken place. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Dooku sucked until the Tales of the Jedi stuff. Darth Maul was, you know, vastly underused until you until get to Clone Rebels Wars. and Clone Wars. Yeah, which his arc in Rebels is all so good. Too. So good, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm just glad, you know, I'm glad Andor did well. I am too. All right, that's all I have for TV, though. Anything you want to toss in? 
All right. Let's take it to two music. Jams of the week. Um, there's no jams this week. They all stunk. I didn't add anything. I, I think it's just like, so I think this week is like the slow week. And then next week's going to be like, hey, I made a Christmas song, random person number five. And it's going to be a bunch of Christmas music next week. And then it's just going to be like that for maybe four weeks. And then I think January and February is going to start off some bops. So it's going to be slow season for music, but so no jams this week. But uh, with that, let's take it away with closing statements. Yeah, gobble, gobble. I, I, I thought you were going to do that gobble, again. Gobble, gobble, gobble. I was like, is he going to do it again? He might. Gobble, gobble. Happy Thanksgiving, gobble. Um, Gabagool. Kent's brothers gobbles. Um, what are they gobble? Four one two gobble 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 gobble. Dude, one person's gonna finally listen and be like, "What's the number? I want the number." Four one two seven eight four one five. Gobble 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 gobble. And two chains line of the week. I I should have found one that says gobble in it because I'm sure there's something about gobbling these nuts. Mm-hmm. That definitely has to be for one. sure. But I do have another one. Um, Pussy too wet for me to fuck on my sofa. That's yeah, yeah. Sometimes the That'd be concerning, you know. You don't want to ruin the sofa. Hey, real quick, what are you thankful for? Um, I'm thankful for our listeners out there. Yeah, I'm thankful for the people who tell other people to listen to our podcast too. Little, little, little shameless, like you know, mention out there, you know. And I'm thankful that our <laughs> audio worked this week. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All, All right. right. See you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care As she swept back her hair I guess this isn't our revival The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet when the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time Baby, you could have been my lady Making me all hazy Time has passed, the days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go, even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind, these things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky, do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my phrasing These questions that you're raising Just know you really drive me fucking crazy And even though I like your state of mind Right, girl, wrong time